Summer Game Fest 2022 is almost upon us, and there's an article that talked about Jeff Keighley setting expectations, and he he sort of politely clapped back on Twitter about those expectations. We're going to be breaking that all down right here at the beginning. There's a reason that I put God of War on the thumbnail, and let me break it down for you. Let me give you my thoughts on what I think is coming. If you missed this live show about Summer Game Fest 2022, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you're here for the discussions. I try to give you all the goods right here at the beginning of the stream in a very quick update. This is a Reforge update. Summer Game Fest expectations have been set by Jeff Keighley, but he's hinting at big things with a little bit of a response on Twitter to the article we're going to be pulling from for this update. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss them, or check out Reforge Gaming, where I stream live. So we're going to break down in this discussion sort of who will be there. It's going to be a steady stream of hype, but Jeff Keighley did set expectations while having a sort of a polite clapback on Twitter for for the article that we'll be pulling from. So this is from VideoGamesChronicle.com, VGC, and he did a Twitter Spaces meeting. Speaking during a Twitter Spaces audio session this weekend, transcribed by VGC, Keeley said he was very excited about the content set to feature in the show, which he said will include massive games alongside independent titles and new teams showcasing their projects for the first time. So what about Microsoft and Nintendo? Because he did speak on them specifically. Keeley claimed... The show would include exclusive games from both Xbox and Nintendo Switch, but said that Microsoft would likely keep its biggest hitters for its own showcase and was unclear if Nintendo itself would be involved. He said, we'd love to have them involved if and when they're ready. So if there's a Nintendo Direct that can be aired during the Summer Game Fest blocks, he will obviously let us know. Now, there'll be a steady stream of hype. Who all will be there? He says, we've talked about Callisto Protocol. We will have first gameplay demo for you guys to to show. There will be a first level playthrough of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. The game looks incredible. There's a showcase for you as well on Thursday. There'll be a reveal about Gotham Knights and some new footage from that game. Cuphead the Delicious Last Course and others. And he said we'll have new footage in studio MDHR joining us as well. Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be stopping by. He said if you played the Fortnite Collision event yesterday like I did, you saw the foundation is there, which has tons of fun and we'll look at them and we'll be hearing from them. We'll have lots more to share this week. He said some other things we're going to tease in the coming days and then there'll be lots of things that we will save for the show. Now Keeley said to expect the show to be around an hour and a half to two hours, but because of its live setup, many guest appearances claim that he wasn't entirely sure on length. And this is when he sets expectations, okay? What I would say is that a lot of the games we're going to show are going to be already announced. Games are going to show new content to you, like some of the ones I mentioned. Now, they posted this on Twitter, their article about him setting expectations for largely being games that have already been announced. And he replied to their tweet and said, interesting responses. Keep in mind, Elden Ring was an announced game last year. Because many people are saying, like, last year was huge. It was this huge moment for Elden Ring. Are we going to have any moments like that? I think this tweet alone points to really big games like God of War Ragnarok being there. Big AAA titles that have 
already been announced, just like Elden Ring, will be present. Something the size of Elden Ring is being hinted at. He didn't necessarily tell him that their article was wrong, but I don't think he appreciated sort of the tone of the responses of being like, oh, it's just going to be a bunch of games we already know about. No, it's going to be significant games that we've been anticipating. I mean, he even said that Microsoft will be saving their big hitters for their own showcase during the Xbox Bethesda showcase. So that is hinting again that there'll be big things going on during this. We obviously are going to be covering it on Reforged Gaming, and we want to know what you think. What do you anticipate being there? I have continued to say we're getting a God of War Ragnarok release date. Finally, they're going to let Keeley announce that there's going to be a big showcase of more gameplay, as well as probably some other big announcements. There's games that we're going to continue to cover that maybe even you know announcing and releasing this year in 2022 as a bit of a surprise. As always, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these uploads. Check out Reforged Gaming, where I stream live, and I will see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I look... I I was having trouble this morning with my lighting. I didn't realize that these lights that I purchased slowly dim over time. And this morning, it was noticeably not working right. And so I swapped it out for a new light bulb. And I am sitting next to the sun. It is so bright from that side alone. That is uh, that is not surprising at all that, you know, when you swap out like a three or four year old bulb, you end up with a significantly bigger and brighter uh, light source in the room. So if I look a little different with respect to the lighting, it's because I was I was wrestling with that this morning. Thank you guys all for being here. Make sure and hit the like button if you haven't already. Make sure you go through the morning ritual. Switch over to live chat so you can see what everybody is saying. And make sure and smash the like button. Get us our first 100 likes. Appreciate you guys being here. Our second show of the day will be about the Division Heartland. We've got good information there as well. That should be a really enjoyable show thank you so much for being here if you're a newer member especially if you got gifted a membership we've had a huge turn on the channel we had a massive massive day yesterday covering the diablo immortal pay to win situation if you miss those vods you can go watch them i react to a young yeah video and we open the day with just sort of covering what is going on with diablo immortal and today we're covering summer game fest 2022 everything we know everybody who will be there Game Fest starts on Thursday, and we will be covering that. And I am anticipating big things, even if it's stuff that's already been announced. Just because something has already been announced doesn't mean we can't have a really, really great showcase and a really exciting, you know, event. Mainly, all you have to do is look to the fact that in the previous year, Elden Ring was sort of a big center stage, huge reveal, huge announcement, and we already knew it was coming. Just because you already know something is coming doesn't mean we can't have a great showcase and a great showing. And I don't think Keeley uh, has shown any signs of pulling out the stops. I mean, he's pulling in big names and spending very, very large amounts of money to get this to get this showcase to be a center stage main event. I've continued to say that I think Jeff Keeley has made very very strong and smart moves uh, to become the the central summer showcase. Number 1, I, I think he's he's shoved E3 right off the stage and then he's going to end every year with his game awards. Uh, and I think that's going to be 
a great thing we can always look forward to almost as if Keeley's bookending the second half of the year like he's going to hit us in the summer and then he's going to end the year with the game awards and I do I think more and more you're going to see people wanting to be involved with his events good morning do you think we'll see Elden Ring DLC at the Game Fest now I actually think Elden Ring DLC will be announced at the Game Fest for holiday of this year Bandai Namco will be there. Now, I don't know if Bandai is going to be there with From to show off Armored Core or to announce the next Armored Core. Those leaks have already happened. I would anticipate them first and foremost trying to capitalize on the top of mind marketing surrounding Elden Ring, mainly because Elden Ring is still a very, very popular game right now. And to continue to keep that sort of in people's mind, I would think that would be their strategy keep people talking about it keep people thinking about it that would be uh the move you know skatenator with a two dollar tip can't wait to watch you cover summer games fest thank you so much um and morning all bioshock 4 now i don't know about that yo good morning feed good to see you in the chat good to see you with that member badge guys remember members content hits every Thursday afternoon and Friday night and you want to make sure you're in the Discord so you don't miss out on the members only content okay and uh, make sure and keep your membership up to date for this month specifically the big Fall Guys community game night that we will be doing on June 24th June 21st is when Fall Guys goes free to play on all devices except for mobile and the 24th we're doing a big community game night you're not going to want to miss that okay Resident Evil 4 gameplay I could see them showing some gameplay, yes. Like, this is what we're going to see, okay? So, like, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is going to do their big reveal on Wednesday, and then that allows them to do more of a deep dive on Thursday. And he even said, we're going to get to see, like, the first level playthrough or whatever. So, there will be, I think, a big push to have some of these games that have just recently announced or already announced really give us more. One of the things people always ask for is gameplay, and that's going to be my strong call to the to the gaming audience is like, don't be upset if Summer Game Fest is largely deeper dives and more gameplay of things we already know about. I would say that's better than a bunch of vague announcements with 2023 and 2024 launch dates and no gameplay. That doesn't do anybody any good. That's good for the shareholders, but that doesn't do anything for gamers. Like, knowing that some game is off in the distance that looked awesome for the first, you know, however many seconds they showcase it, that doesn't do anything for you for for the most part. You can have a handful of those, okay? But if, 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 the, if the primary driver of a, of a showcase, like Summer Game Fest, is a bunch of announcements as opposed to deeper dives, gameplay, demos, showcases. That's what I want. I want to see that because as a consumer, I want to know, okay, what exactly are we going to be getting here? What exactly are we going to be playing when it finally launches? He cites that E3's biggest mistake was cutting back on gameplay. He did promise a return of more gameplay. Yes, that's been one of the things. I remember I sat down before Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out. I sat down. I did a pre-interview with the guy before I interviewed him, right? That was probably one of the biggest game interviews I've ever gotten to do in my career. So I'm doing the pre-interview with the guy, and he said, 
chat's going to be going crazy for gameplay and we don't have gameplay. And I was like, okay. He's like, I know they're going to be asking for gameplay. Let's try not to focus on that. And I thought, okay, that's fair. You know, you just came here to do your job. It's not, it's not your fault that there's no gameplay. You, you have to showcase the game as best you can through, you know, talking about it. But chat was on fire. Chat was literally on fire. They're like, no gameplay, no gameplay. What, 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 what? Like the end of the interview, people got really, really angry. Like people appreciated my approach to the interview because I asked questions as a fan of Call of Duty and as a longtime player of Call of Duty, but the lack of gameplay infuriated people. You think we'll see Black Myth with a release date? Oh, I hope so, Barrier. Black Myth Wukong, Lies of P, and Wu Chang Fallen Feathers. Like, those are the games I want to see release dates for, man. We need more games like that for From Friday. Like, eventually, we're going to finish my No Summon run. People are going to want to see newer games or, or newer newer dives into gameplay. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing Summer Game Fest 2022. And uh, oh, everything we know, details coming out. Jeff Keeley clapping back on Twitter at Video Games Chronicle saying, look man, last year Elden Ring was an announced game. Like, we're going to be primarily seeing games that have already been announced during the showcase, but that's not that big of a deal. Still could be a huge, huge showing with, with good, good, big announcements. I put God of War Ragnarok in the thumbnail because I'm telling you, when he says what he says in that tweet, he's essentially hinting that that something is the size of Elden Ring. There will be games or a game at the very least the size of Elden Ring at this event. I want more weird music and concerts. Screw gameplay. No gamer wants that. We want 10 different people talking about stuff in one minute of gameplay. <laughs> Sarcasm, obviously. Not being not being serious. Black Myth looked really good. It really, really did. June 12th, 80% talking, 20% gameplay. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Even the theme of his Game Awards last year was just nothing but gameplay. It was trailer after trailer after trailer. Gameplay after gameplay after gameplay. It was not a lot of talking. Uh, I am curious, what big games do you think will be there? We should probably do a poll about this. Uh, let's see here. The Summer Game Fest schedule. Yeah, we could outline all the different things that we're going to, uh, that we're going to cover. Summer... Game Fest 2022. What big game will be there with gameplay? What big game will be there with gameplay? Did my membership go through? I don't see it. Okay, so we've got God of War Ragnarok for sure. That can be one of the votes. Uh, Starfield. Okay, let's put Starfield on there. What else? What other big games could potentially be there? That's the question. We got God of War Ragnarok, we got Starfield. Is there are there any other really really big significant games that have already been announced that we're thinking we might actually see gameplay for? He already said, you know, he already said that there would be Callisto Protocol, so we don't need to put that on there. Diablo 4? Yeah, I'll put Diablo 4 on there. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Diablo 4 and which big game do you want to see which big game do you do you want to see more of Wolverine Wolverine I'm gonna put Spider-Man 2 instead of Wolverine because Spider-Man 2 is probably a lot closer to launching so I'm gonna put God of War Ragnarok Starfield Diablo 4 and Spider-Man 2 I think those are the biggest ones 
Those are the biggest games that we might see. What big game do you want to see more of? Here we go. Let's get the poll going. Let's get the poll going. Uh, is that what they decided uh, to start their first season at the exact same moment Summer Game Fest starts? Oh, yeah, yeah. Battle, Battlefield Battlefield 2042 uh, deciding to launch their brand new season when Summer Game Fest starts. Like, literally at the exact same time. All of them? No, you must pick one. You must pick one. No, it, w- saying Wolverine is pointless because you're not going to see anything for, for Wolverine. I want to know. Do you want to see... Which one do you want to see the most of? God of War, Ragnarok, Starfield, uh, Spider-Man 2, or Diablo 4? Sure to make to do a VR game. Spider-Man 2 will be Sony Showcase. Okay, but during the entire thing, during the entire thing, during like all of Summer Game Fest, it doesn't need to be just on Thursday. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of stuff happening. Starfield will be Sunday. Yeah, in your mind, Xbox Bethesda Showcase can 100% be included in your vote. Like, if you're thinking, I want to see Starfield, and you're like, we're probably going to see that. I'm not saying specifically the thing that Keeley does on Thursday. There's plenty of other things going on, right? So on Thursday, we'll cover Summer Game Fest. Then there's Netflix Geek Week, which... Keely is hosting that, I believe. Then there's Tribeca Games. On Saturday, I think we're going to skip Guerrilla Collective and the Wholesome Direct because I want to spend time with my kiddos, but we will cover future game show. On Saturday, there is the Microsoft Bethesda Showcase and then the PC Game Show. And then Guerrilla Collective is doing something again on that Monday. And then on Tuesday, there's a follow-up extended Xbox Bethesda Showcase that I need to put on my calendar. What time was that? Was that another 1 p.m. Eastern Sort of late day showcase. I feel like it was. We are your kiddos. No, that's that's simply not true. Hellblade two, Hellblade two. Yeah, Hellblade two might be at the Xbox Bethesda showcase for sure, for sure. Yeah, the Tuesday extended thing is on the fourteenth, but I don't know. I can't remember what time of day it was. It was ten Pacific, Mo. That's right. It's like one p.m. Let me put that on here so I don't forget. It's Mike. Uh, hang on, I can't spell. Microsoft Bethesda Extended. Extended. And that is 1 p.m. Microsoft Bethesda Extended. So that's everything that we're going to be covering. That's everything. Uh, and your episode is processing great. I think, did I leave? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Wukong, you want to see Black Myth Wukong? Resident Evil 4 for Sunday, says Bro Sexy. After the announcement of Spider-Man on PC, it looks like Spider-Man 2 gameplay is a possibility. I don't disagree with you, Sane. I don't disagree with you. It's like they got the big Spider-Man announcement out of the way, and now it's like, hey, we can we can we can talk about Spider-Man 2, right? You know what I mean? Chat where your kiddos, Lono, oh no. I want <laughs> I want a pattern test right now. Somebody call Mori. <laughs> It turned out what you said was a lie. <laughs> you are not the father. Hey, a brand new membership for Easy HT Tech and doing a tier two. As a tier two member, you get increased access in Discord. You get into the VIP room. You can do Madam Game Votes. You can put one game a month in there that my wife and I have to play on Friday nights. You get first dibs on Community Game Night, and you get first dibs on Community Member AMAs every Thursday. Thank you so much for doing that. If you're a new member or you want to become a member, always make sure you get into the Discord so you don't miss out on the member content. 
Uh, we do have gifted memberships on this channel now. You can give members to people that don't have them. They can they can pick them. You can't pick them individually. They got to grab them once you do it. Or you can become a member on your own. Reforge, I want to see Redfall. You know, I actually am hoping during the Microsoft Bethesda showcase that we do get to see both Starfield and Redfall gameplay. I am really hoping for that. Even though the games got delayed into next year, I'm still excited about the games. I like I want to see them. I want to see what they look like. I'm interested, you know. Yeah, don't forget you guys can order coffee to support the channel directly. That's not a sponsor. If you like my Transformer shirt, it's from 80stees.com. If you use the shirt command in chat, it'll take you to the Father's Day collection. They've got great Father's Day shirts. Just remember to use my code LONO for 30% off. That's a big discount over there. I loved Plague Tale. Hope we see footage for the second one. I think we will see them both, says Mo. I think you're right, Mo. I think they wanted to get those delays announced and out of the way so that they wouldn't have to detract from the showcase. Does that make sense? Like, it would be a huge, huge bummer to be like, hey, here's this amazing gameplay. Oh, and by the way, we've had to move the release date to next year. I, I don't think people would, put, would, would, would like that very much, right? Going to be a good week for video games? I agree. I agree. If you're tuning in and enjoying my coverage, we will be covering all the Summer Game Fest events. Make sure and smash the like button. It's free to hit like. It's free to hit subscribe. Doesn't cost anything. Supports the channel. Take our poll at the top of the chat. We already have almost 100. We have 163 votes already. A lot of votes already. Summer Game Fest 2022. What big games do you want to see more of? God of War Ragnarok is leading. Starfield is in second. Diablo 4 and Spider-Man are bringing up the rear. That's not surprising. Starfield and Ragnarok are bigger, probably more anticipated titles than those two. Well, Diablo 4 is heavily anticipated, but like showing more gameplay is not going to really change anybody's minds. There's so much Diablo gameplay that you can see right now Star Wars Jedi Survivor gameplay I forgot all about that do you roast your own coffee also how do you prefer to brew drip French I just do a drip coffee machine like just basic coffee maker and I don't roast it we have it roasted by a company they ship it to me uh, and we will have tomorrow maybe tomorrow dot 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 maybe I'm not a creature can clarify we should have a big announcement about the coffee tomorrow uh, if you want to order it, it's light and dark roast. And uh, if you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try it at least once. Yeah, it doesn't melt. <laughs> Somebody bought it and thought it was like instant coffee. Like they'd only ever had instant coffee. So they just like dumped the grounds into really hot water. And they're like, when's it going to melt? And I'm like, say what now? <laughs> so it's pre-ground coffee. We buy it in bulk. So I can't do like half bean, you know, half whole bean, half ground. So make sure and give it a try. The light roast and the dark roast are spectacular. I'm drinking the dark roast this morning. Uh, my wife is drinking the light roast this morning. We actually prefer the swapping that, but I'm going for a little less caffeine lately. Turns out that'll be more than likely on Monday. Okay, so no coffee announcements this week then. Forget I said that. We got big game news to cover anyway, so that would be hard to kind of push that in and and wedge that in during all the game's coverage. I need to, I need the weekend downtime to make some changes to avoid disabling ordering. Okay, okay. Kind of excited more about Spider-Man versus God of War, says Pure Lyshin. Both were amazing games, though. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate the support of the channel lately. If you're a new subscriber, new member, if you've never really been here before, I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. Many people treat me like a video game podcast. They just throw me on in the background of their day. There's almost no dead air time. 
when I'm on the mic and we give you great coverage of lots of gaming news. Uh, we are topic driven and gameplay driven on this channel. We have another channel that we go to in the afternoons called Reforge Radio. That's a news oriented channel where we give you what we call the rundown, which is a rundown of gaming news stories. So I didn't do that again today, Creature. I completely forgot because I received a phone call this morning that ate up about 20 minutes of my time. And I was not anticipating getting that phone call. It was a good phone call. Uh, it was a good phone call, but it uh, it ate up part of my morning and I was not prepared for that. I blinked and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go live. So I did not prepare for radio again. Sorry, sir. You're going to have to do it. We might see some of the Suicide Squad game or the Wonder Woman game. I forgot all about the Wonder Woman game. Yeah, the Wonder Woman game could be really, really good. It really could. I mean, I I know sometimes people get a little worried when we get too many too many superhero everything, like everything superhero now. Uh, so it's okay. Creature Radio plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creature Radio works. How long do you think the event will be? Well, Summer Game Fest on Thursday is going to be... I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I bet you it gets close to three hours. He's saying an hour and a half to two. No, in my experience with live environments and interviews and gameplay and everything else, I bet you it gets close to three. I bet you he gets in the two and a half hour window and maybe a little bit longer. That's just, that, that's just my prediction. At the, at the bare minimum, it's going to be a two hour event. YouTube is not showing a red dot next to the channel when it goes live. That happens sometimes. That's one of the reasons why you want to go through the daily ritual of checking the channel. You want to make sure you're in the Discord. Um, That's just something. You cannot rely on that. If you're going to rely on that little stupid red dot, you are never going to know when channels are live. I've seen some of the biggest channels on YouTube not have that red dot. I've seen the doc himself be live and it doesn't tell me. It's like I look over there and I'm like, it doesn't say that he's live. You can't rely on that. You got to turn your noties on, your bell on. You got to be in the Discord. You got to be doing all those things. That's not a thing anymore. That's why. Oh, do they stop doing that in general? They've done a lot of UI updates to YouTube. You can't rely on the UI. You got to just check. I've told people before, I might not be in your recommended. I might not be on your homepage. You got to set your, you got to check your subscriptions feed or my channel. I'm live every day, multiple times a day. You can't rely on all those things. YouTube is, uh, YouTube's making a lot of updates. So you won't always know when I'm live unless you really, really make sure and check all of those boxes. If you're seeing the red dot, you need to update your browser. If you can keep up uh, with lives on the YouTube app from Xbox, folks can find the live. Management meeting over. I'm here. What's good, Distorted? Guys, if you're just tuning in, we're covering Summer Game Fest 2022. Everything we know. Jeff Keeley responded to an article out there uh, from VGC. Uh-uh-uh. We're cutting close. Okay, no worries. Uh, and he basically said that, keep in mind, he said, listen, we, we had... We had Elden Ring last year, and with having Elden Ring, he was like, that was an already announced game. You know, it was an already announced game. So, there's a lot of Summer Game Fest schedule going on. We're going to kick off everything with the Summer Game Fest on June 9th at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, which is, you know, 1 p.m. Eastern. If you subbed to thousands of channels, turn on all notifications to get notifications better. Um... Yeah, if you're subbed to lots of channels, you want to go to the channels that matter most to you and turn on all those notifications. That's exactly right. I have all the bells and whistles turned on. I got nothing saying that you're alive. Good thing I know the schedule. 
That's I told I've I've if I have if I have to say this every day, it, it's not surprising to me. I've been in this business for eight years, and you simply cannot rely on these websites to send you notifications. It's the most unreliable aspect of any of these websites. You must follow on Twitter, be in the Discord, check the channel when you know I'm supposed to be live. That's the only way you're going to consistently catch uh, all of all of the shows. Because half the people that want to get the noti will, and then half the people that want to get the noti won't get it. So you can't rely on that. Uh, morning, morning chat. What's good, Kill Shot? Is the Xbox Bethesda showcase under the umbrella of Summer Game Fest? It is. It is. It 100% is. They are. Uh, they are a part of the festivities. That is something that uh, that is on the official uh, website and schedule of the Summer Game Fest. They are. They are letting people know. Say, hey, w- that is part of it. We will be covering that. I'm, I'm going to have to come back. You know, home early to make sure that I can cover that. That's fair. The teams want to show off the new stuff on their own show. Oh, totally, totally. I expect Xbox Bethesda Showcase to be really good. I do. They're going to save a lot. I don't think they're going to give Keeley that much. They might give Keeley if th- this is what I would do if I was Microsoft, I would obviously throw Keeley some good stuff and then I'd also throw him some teasers. I would throw him some teasers to really push Hey man, tune in for more at the Microsoft Bethesda Showcase, right? Tune in for that. That's what I would do is if if I was in charge, like let's let's hit them both times. Let's hit them during Keeley's thing, and then let's hit them, you know, to to promote like, hey, come and watch our thing as well. If you guys are just tuning in, go through all those daily rituals of watching the show. Smash the like button. Switch over to live chat. Leave a comment. Say good morning. Vote on the poll. Let's check the poll at the top of the chat. It says Summer Game Fest 2022. What big games do you want to see more of? God of War Ragnarok leading the charge. <clears throat> Starfield coming in second place with 30%. And then Diablo and Spider-Man 2 are way down there. Now the reason... The reason that I put God of War Ragnarok on the thumbnail is because of Jeff Keighley's response on Twitter to the VGC article. He says, this is kind of an interesting response about setting expectations because Keighley said that most of the games that will be at Summer Game Fest have already been announced. But then he said in his response to the article, he's like, keep in mind, Elden Ring was already announced last year. It was one of the centerpiece showcases and it got tons of hype and excitement and everybody was thrilled. And so to me, to me, I think we're I think we're gonna see something at Elden Ring's level, which that's gotta be God of War Ragnarok. I don't I don't think there's another game right now slated for this year that's already announced that's at that level. That's the only game at that level currently. The other games are a little bit too shrouded in mystery. The other games are likely going to land during the Microsoft Bethesda showcase anyway. Starfield's a huge game, Redfall's a huge game, but they're likely they are likely going to land during the Microsoft Bethesda Showcase, which means Keeley wouldn't have them as part of his showcase. We will see a teaser for Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Okay, so they announced the name. Here's my here's my opinion on that. So Dragon Age Dreadwolf, I think the reason they announced the name ahead of time is so that they can do something. Either that, either that. There's There's two possibilities with Dragon Age. Number one, they wanted to announce the name before Summer Game Fest hits because they're going to get drowned by the news deluge. Like, there's going to be this massive flood of gaming news, 
and they wanted to get out in front of it because they don't have anything else to say other than we named our game like okay congratulations you picked the name you know good good for you so i would say i would say that's one possibility is they wanted to get out in front of it okay they wanted to get out in front of it the other possibility is they wanted to whet everybody's appetite so they could show something at the showcase and and have that in the the the, the appropriate order right you know in, in the appropriate order i th- i think that's the way to do it is you get the little teaser out first and then and then you you uh you make your big announcements and you make your big showcase i think that's a huge aspect of how a lot of these companies end up marketing don't forget there's going to be two xbox showcases we will be covering we will be covering the second microsoft bethesda extended showcase we've been told that it's going to be all new we've been told that it's going to be a great showcase it's going to be like a second thing it's going to be worth watching so we will uh, we will be sure to do that gameplay is a big deal for a lot of us i agree i agree I've been reading rumors about Dragon's Dogma sequel on Capcom Showcase. Anybody know about this? Not, I've not heard um, anything. Yo, good morning, Mike on the mic. How are you, my friend? Guys, don't forget to smash like. We should easily have 200 likes on the video right now. Let's set our sights on that milestone. Those are the free things you can do that support the video and the channel. You come in, you say your good mornings, you smash that thumbs up, you vote on the poll, and then feel free to lurk after that. But continued chat activity and debates are welcome. What about the Gold game show tomorrow? What's he doing? <laughs> I didn't know. What's he doing? It's in development, apparently. Oh, the Dragon's Dogma thing's in development? God of War Ragnarok story trailer will d- with a date, just like God of War 2018. I could see that. I could see that, and then you know what they'll do? Outlaw, I bet you they do a gameplay deep dive for the God of War state of play. I, I bet you're totally right, but they've already done a story trailer, so it would need to be something a little bit different than a story trailer. Maybe a gameplay trailer with the release date, and then the Sony State of Play, God of War Ragnarok, which will likely be next month, then they would do a deep dive breakdown of gameplay. I don't see them doing another story trailer. They already did one. I disagree on God of War Ragnarok being this year's Elden Ring. Sony has already shown way more God of War than we've seen of Elden Ring at this time. Ragnarok has one trailer. What are you talking about? Ragnarok has one trailer, if I'm not mistaken. There's there's a single trailer out there that does show quite a bit, but I don't think that means it's not this year's Elden Ring. When I say it's this year's Elden Ring, I'm saying it's the size. It's got to be a big game. That's a big name. That's that's names and lights. That's AAA title. That's That's a giant game. We've seen one trailer and the accessibility. That's right. We saw accessibility, which only showcased existing footage being updated with the accessibility features showcased. I bet Hogwarts Legacy will drop something. You know, it's funny. I forgot about Hogwarts Legacy. Sony has the contract for the marketing for Hogwarts Legacy. So I'm curious what exactly they'll decide to showcase. I'm actually curious because they've already showcased quite a bit. Of, uh, of Hogwarts Legacy already. Eugene finally changed your profile pic. Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, he, it's the Diablo with the dollars. Yeah, that's right. Where are the extra God of War trailers? That's what I want to know. Where are they? My daughter just said gameplay trailers are bust. She's smart. She's actually, she's, she's, she's very, very smart. I mean, that's surprising, Hex. You know, coming from you, it's surprising that she's smart. But, you know... Everybody, everybody can have a good turn in life, you know? And so, she... she. 
Hogwarts looks pretty awesome. Isn't Elden Ring this year's Elden Ring? <laughs> no, no, Chris. No. Elden Ring's already released. What they're going to be doing is they're going to be showing games that have already been announced. And Keeley said, you know, keep in mind, he said last year, Elden Ring had already been announced. And yet, it was like the central hype moment of Summer Game Fest, right? If you guys are just tuning in, we're covering Summer Game Fest 2022, everything we know. Keeley responded to an article on Twitter hinting at the fact that something the size of Elden Ring will be at Summer Game Fest. I'm saying it's Ragnarok. That's what I think we're going to see. We're going to get a release date. We're going to get another trailer. We're probably going to get a gameplay trailer. That's my thought. I really hope Sony shows more at Game Fest or their event later in the summer because of the state of play, with a few exceptions, was not a good show. I thought their Sony state of play was fine, Detective Seeds, and here's why. They have to talk about those games when when it makes the most sense, okay? So in my mind, if you're going to do a Sony state of play that's going to be about indies, multi-plats, and PC releases, okay, I actually think that, that getting that out of the way makes the most sense. You got to get that out of the way. You you've got to get it out of the way. You you can't you can't do that when it's time to like hit the main stage. So they get that out of the way, and then and now the runway is set for the big announcements. Sony State of Play comes out and says, "All right, here you go. Here's 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 yeah, Dad of Boy Two. Yeah, that's right, Boy." And the State of Play did exactly what it was supposed to do. It was good. It focused on the PSVR 2. It focused on third parties. It focused on indies. It focused on multi-plats. I thought it was a totally fine State of Play. And they get that out of the way so that when Summer Game Fest hits, they can drop something significantly bigger. You gotta also consider that the next State of Play will likely be the Ragnarok State of Play, which will be a deep dive into gameplay. What do you expect from the God of War Ragnarok gameplay trailer? I hope they show a new realm two brutal finishers from Kratos. Yeah, they'll likely show a new weapon, new weapon, new combat, you know, something like that would be my guess. A new biome, I think, is is also a good guess. Yo, it's good, Adam. That state of play was good. I like a few of the games, so it was good. The rest can go. There was an interview once with Lorne Michaels about Saturday Night Live. It was him and Seth Meyers. And regardless of what you think of the show, they said their goal of every show was that you laugh really hard at one skit and then maybe you laugh at two others, okay? And if they could do that, that meant they put on a good show. And what they were driving at is the palette of the audience is pretty broad. And and if you hit people with one thing in a big way and then you hit people lightly with some other things and then everything else doesn't hit them that's a good show so if you watch sony state of play and you're like i like that i like that Ooh, that was really good and then the rest of the show doesn't hit you that's probably a good show it's incredibly unlikely that anybody's ever going to do a showcase and you're going to be thrilled the entire time i've watched xbox showcases before and been like awesome awesome don't care don't care don't care when do i stop caring car game, car game, sport game. Like, as soon as they get into those games, I don't care. Now, that doesn't mean it's a bad showcase. What it means is, is they're hitting a broad spectrum of consumer palette. Like, not every single trailer or game is going to excite you. It's simply impossible. You're, you're going to check out and tune out for portions of the show. That's if, if, if you're tuned out the entire time, okay, maybe it was an indie showcase or something and you're not really into indies or something. 
what if the screen just says Ragnarok is coming and then it shows 2025 that that's that's not going to happen reforge my prediction is God of War Ragnarok release dates November the 20th you think it's November I, I'm thinking September, October. I'm thinking September, October. The toys, there were God of War Ragnarok toys that had that had placeholder dates that were September, October, and I think that's where the game is slated to land. This close to release, you don't have toys with placeholder dates six months away. When we get leaks and you got dates that are like 12 and 18 months away, I'm like, okay, that's a placeholder. When, when you're within six and nine months of the of the of the placeholder date, it's not a placeholder date anymore. It isn't. It's a tentative date. It's like, but we think that's when things are going to happen. Placeholder dates, you see, you know, a year to a year and a half ahead of time. I'm interested to see last uh, last of us remark. I'm really interested in what they are doing with that because. If they crap on that, I'm done with it. I'm starting to draw lines on game companies. I'm not sure what you're referring to, GNS. I game more on the Xbox, says Parkour, but the state of play was great, and Sony does the best job in the industry for making expectations that deliver. They made sure this was known that it was a third-party event. Listen, Sony could get up on a stage and say, we're going to do a state of play. We're going to do a state of play where we watch grass grow. We, we're, it's a social experiment. We're going to do, we're going to do time-lapse footage of grass growing and people would still tune in and be like maybe they're going to tell us about God of War Ragnarok and when the event ends they'd be like I can't believe they just showed us grass growing like it doesn't matter they come out every time and they set the stage and they're like it's going to be this we're going to focus on this and I always tell people if they say they're focusing on third party relationships and indies and you expect God of War Ragnarok you are foolish you are being foolish now I said they would give us a teaser about Summer Game Fest I said they're not going to talk to us about Ragnarok but my prediction was they're going to say hey we have a Ragnarok reveal during Summer Game Fest be sure to tune in now that was I, I said that was the least likely of my predictions to come true I said they're going to let Keeley showcase a trailer that's going to have a release date for Ragnarok and I'm going to get to laugh and chuckle at all of the Xbox guys just rooting and cheering and crossing their fingers for a delay even though we just have more confirmation that the game is ready a voice actor in an interview saying that that all the voice work is done right that's an indication that final pieces are coming together we had the leak with the toys we had people working on the game saying it's basically done we had two different websites give it a rating which means a playable version of the game is available in multiple locations both for you know somebody working on the game's daughter as well as the rating sites right so all, all signs point to a big Ragnarok, a big Ragnarok trailer and a release date. Is Uncharted 5 ever going to happen? I have no idea. Call it now. God of War shows up at the Game Fest and a release date will be shown. Yeah, I've been saying, yeah, I've been saying the same for weeks. Many, many people are uh, are anticipating that. Depends on when the marketing plan started. Cyberpunk had stuff in the stores 12 months before launch. That's true. That's true, Hilly, but. I don't know. When you have toy release date leaks landing in the same window that the that the other leaks about the game were in circulation, that's not no. That's corroboration. Watch God of War come out this year and Starfield get another delay. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think Starfield's going to get the the Halo treatment. I think Phil Spencer's going to walk in the room and be like, 
you guys delay this thing again, there's going to be consequences. There probably already were consequences. Hoping for a Last of Us 2 DLC. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen, Duncan. Aren't they doing remasters for holiday this year? That's I don't think they're working on DLC for Last of Us 2. Objection. Hearsay. Who in their right mind would hope for a delay? The Okay, so after Starfield got delayed, after Starfield delay and the uh, Redfall delay, all of a sudden, I started hearing, oh, God of War is getting delayed too. God of War is getting delayed too. And it was like, huh? Huh? More insider confirmation from Ragnarok? So Millie, Millie... Uh, with Summer Game Fest and and a little and a little act says we're overdue for a date. Tweeted today. There you go. Another person working on Ragnarok being like we're overdue for a date. Ragnarok will be at Game Fest and there will be a release date and it will be this year. Yo, it's good, Julio. Can I get a quick too long didn't read on Summer Game Fest info? So an article came out. Jeff Keeley did a, a meeting on like a Twitter Spaces thing, and he said most of Summer Game Fest will be stuff and coverage of games that have already been announced. There will be a huge push for more gameplay. Now, he pushed back against the Video Game Chronicle article in a tweet and said, keep in mind, last year, Elden Ring was already announced. So there are really, really big games that have already been announced that will be at Summer Game Fest. Been saying that before the delay. Yeah, I know. And again, again, you're fine to continue saying it, but it's it's just it just continues in light of everything that has happened. There's no basis for it. It's 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 foolishness. It's just pure foolishness. There's there's no basis for the delay in reality. You have people. You have now. You have now five different people that have worked on the game, essentially winking and saying, "Yeah, it's coming." You got voice actors. You got you got artists. You got uh, you got department heads. Okay, whoever Millie is, I don't know what what she do for the game. You have multiple people essentially confirming this thing is coming. All these people whisperings about delays. You're not gonna have voice voice actors and the the demolition artists and a department head. You're not gonna have all these people all but confirming. You're not gonna have leaked toy dates and ratings from websites. It's just absurd at this point. It's absurd. You're staring at reality and saying it's not real. I will ask for your opinion. I want to paint my face with a tattoo of Kratos at Summer Games Fest. Should I do it? I mean, homie, just, you know, be a man of action. Yeah, go for it. I've lived through games like Anthem, Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite in 2042. If a dev comes out and say they need to delay, then I want them to delay it. If it's ready, then it's fine. Otherwise, don't. That's right. Yo, good morning, Enveg. Jeez, says Parkour. God of War is coming out. I swear console warriors just want points. The Starfields delay. They want the other platform to lose. So they can be like, oh yeah, they did it too. So we're expecting September. I think Ragnarok is a September or an October release. One of the two. One of the two. I November, I think November, December is where you're going to see um, Forspoken Land. I think Forspoken Land's in November, December window. Millie is Entertainment Media Data Analysis. Okay. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. A data analyst. Analyst. A data analyst. Not analysis, but a data analyst. Stupid me. <laughs> uh, God of War would be great for October, Forspoken end of the year. 
Yeah, and that would kick Forspoken in the next year's running. If you're just tuning in, we are covering right now Summer Game Fest 2022 details. Everything we know. There was an article released that most of the games are going to be already announced. So we're asking at the top of the chat, there's a poll Summer Game Fest 2022. What big game do you want to see more of? God of War Ragnarok leading at 50%, Starfield at 27%, and then Diablo 4 and Spider-Man 2 taking up the rear. I said it was delaying before Starfield got delayed, so I hope you're not talking about me. Right, but Mo, you've been saying it, you just pulled it out of thin air. You're not saying it based on market observation. You're not saying it based on anything we've seen or heard. There's no rumor. There's no leak. There's no data. There's no statements. There's no. There's no. There's no leakers. There's no industry analysis. There's nothing to pull that out of thin air. It, it's. It's just you just pulled it out of thin air. It's like, and the more we get closer, the clearer it becomes. All signs are pointing to this thing launching. If they were dead quiet right now and like avoiding questions and industry analysis was like, we don't know, or insider leaks were coming out, then you could be like, yeah, see, there's more evidence for my prediction. But the more evidence comes out to the contrary. Saying it based off the interview with Barlog. What interview with Barlog and when? When did that even happen? That made you think this. I genuinely believe that there was a question of if they would need to delay, which is why we haven't heard much from God of War so far, but it sounds like that has been answered and is coming 2020 now. Well, I have to play the PS4 version of God of War on my PS5 for it to run smoothly? No, it's a first-party title. I have extreme doubts that that's the reality. That was something specific to Elden Ring. Elden Ring has optimization problems. It's a third-party title, so that comparison... Or if that's an attempt at a dig, I mean, you understand, right? You understand that that Elden Ring's optimization problems are on every platform, right? That's not a PlayStation thing. Just so we're clear. I play the PS4 version on my PS5 because it trims all the crap down and my stronger console can run the weaker version of the game incredibly smooth. There are performance issues on PC. There are performance issues on the Xbox Series X. No, there's not. I don't see them. Shut up. They're there. The the, the frickin' tech analysis from Digital Foundry is more reliable than your fanboyism, okay? I'm not saying your fanboyism, uh, Silent Warrior. I'm saying every time this subject comes up, people act like they have a special PlayStation or a special Xbox that doesn't experience the problems. These optimization problems exist. They have been analyzed, weighed, measured, tested, and they're there on every platform. So that's not a unique problem to the PlayStation. It's why I won't even play on my PC. I would love to play on my PC and turn all the settings up, and I don't. God of War is DLC. Sure it is. Sure it is. You know what else is DLC? Your mom's DLC, right? She's cheap and nobody wants her. Listen, listen, I, okay, that was over the line, that was over the line, but, but, I'm just kind of tired of the DLC thing, so, you got the bat, you got a bat to the face, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, that was over the line, (laughs) that was over the line, it was, it was a little too much, okay, it was a little too much, but, it, 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 might, it might be true. It, I don't I don't know. You, you, I'm not sure. But at the same time... <laughs> oh, 
Oh, golly. Holy moly. Oh, let's move on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Listen, all in good fun. All in good fun. But seriously, frick off with calling Ragnarok DLC. I'm dadgum tired of it. It's so dumb. Uh, the Greek dub actor for Ragnarok told me three weeks ago that he's at the final weeks of voice acting. Well, he just did an interview and said he's wrapped. There was an interview last week. There was an interview last week where the voice actor for Thor is like, "Oh no, yeah, we're done. I'm done. I'm not. We're all that's all that's all the all the voice work's done." At this point, I can't help but assume you keep saying it to get attention. <laughs> so June of 2024, Twit Longer wrote, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years from now. Two years from now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Lono might need to do some rageous decaf." Uh all in good fun, just like your mom. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, poop sack. Don't kick them while they're down. Mm-mm. If you sort from old to new on the PlayStation Store, Ragnarok sits between Tunic and Forspoken. Huh. Man, that's interesting, isn't it? Let's, yeah, let's show everybody this. This one's fun. This one's fun. Almost like there's an internal date that we can't see yet, you know? It's almost as if, you know, it's almost as if, look at this. Let's take a peek here. Let's take a peek at this. Let's take a peek at this. Oh, I recorded a first look last night. Hang on. Let's get the right color. There we go. Now I look on brand. Hey, look at that. What do we have here? Hmm. This is peculiar. We have Stray, and then we have Tunic. Tunic's launching September the 22nd, uh, 27th, and Forspoken is slated to launch October 11th. And that is so odd that when you sort by date, Ragnarok is right in between them. It's just, it's just insane to me to think, to think that the game is actually coming this year. It's just bewildering. Gene Barlog said it. He, what did he say? What did Barlog say that made that made you say this for how long you've said it? What did he say? If Lono having intellectual honesty means he's a Sony shill, then I'm sure he will be one proudly. I spent a portion of the morning saying that I'm looking forward to the Xbox Bethesda showcase and that I really, really want to see more of Starfield and more of Redfall, right? I just want games. <laughs> that's that's all I want. I want video games. I want to play them. I want to review them. I want to talk about them. I'm dying here. <laughs> I'm in the dark here. Like, I need games, bro. We just played Diablo Immortal and covered it and had great results. And I can't play it because it's pay-to-win refuse. Like... You're welcome to play it. I can't give it a platform. And we probably could have. It's a big numbers. And I can't do it. Record that and put it on a show. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. The, <laughs> the thing that we just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, hit, a, I'll hit a stream marker on that one. LOL, five hours. Guaranteed way longer than that. That's the lowest God of War speed run. Wait, somebody said they beat God of War. Who said that it was a five-hour game? Who said that? Pretty sure Vengeance was being sarcastic. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he was. Do you think any game can legit beat out Elden Ring for Game of the Year? It's possible. It's possible. 
I think Ragnarok's going to have some advantages. I think Ragnarok's going to have recency bias. I think way more of the gaming press will beat it. I think more of the gaming press will beat it exhaustively because they can turn the difficulty down. I think you're going to have a very strong narrative attachment that the characters, the voice acting, that is more winsome, I think, in people's minds. It's more memorable when there's big moments of betrayal or reveals or sadness or happiness or whatever. And those are all advantages that God of War Ragnarok will have over over Elden Ring. I still think it's Elden Ring's year to lose because it's an industry-defining game to some people. It's like the, the open-world game of open-world games in many people's minds. I just want games. Some people in chat. Yeah, see, he's a Sony pony. I knew it. By the way, Mo, he never actually said those words. I don't mind if it comes out. That'll be great no matter if it hits 11-11. What is he saying? What is Mo saying he said? I missed it. Chat's moving too fast. Gene Barlog said it, and I'm scrolling down. I don't see what he's claiming he said. Five hours makes sense, since it's just DLC. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is this the quote? Is this a quote? What's this quote from? There are several reasons. I think one of the most important reasons is the first game took five years. The second game, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm just going to throw out that it's going to take close to a similar time, right? To do this, and you think, wow, a third one is that same. So we're taking a lifespan of close to 15 years of a single story, and I feel like that's just to stretch it out. Like, I feel like if we're uh, asking too much to say the actual completion of the story taking that long, it just feels too long. And given that's, and given sort of where we sit at and where Eric was at, wanted to do like I, I can't stand these they, they gotta be so better at speaking my gosh that's the quote he bases all this nonsense on that one. Oh, the one that he thinks is gonna take a similar timeline okay so so Bar- so Barlog says in an interview they think that, that Ragnarok will take a similar time frame as 2018 all this nonsense over the past six months is based on that yeah, but there's so many other things pointing to it coming out. It's not true. Disingenuous point. He said that the, the, the he said that didn't do they didn't do DLC because the second game and they want to do a third due to the story beats making more sense into a game instead of three. Oh, into two games instead of three. The tech has evolved. Well, and they said, so there, yeah, there's multiple reports about Ragnarok's development that you have to consider. There was the report from God of War on PC affecting God of War Ragnarok development. Like, they changed the pipeline, and they said that they made things more efficient. God of War was in development as DLC before God of War 2018 came out. Right, which means we're on a four-year track as opposed to five. Which means he says we're going to be close to that time frame. Well, I mean, four is pretty dadgum close to five, isn't it? It's the closest number to five if you're going to shave it under. What? <laughs> I'm enjoying the ride. I hope Sony guys get God of War this year so it can go on to PC next year. Yeah, I think PC launch windows for big games like that are going to be 12 to 18 months. I don't think it's going to take the same amount of time it took in the past. Tech has evolved and their staff has doubled, said Creature. Good day. Yo, what's going on, Toshibo? 
40 hours for Ragnarok. That's the rumors last year. In that same interview, he says they're targeting 2022. So if you're going to use that interview as like, oh, it's not coming out in 2023, it doesn't make much sense if in the same interview he says that they're targeting 2022. If you're just tuning in, we're debating whether or not God of War Ragnarok will be at Summer Game Fest and have a release date. I believe that it will. We literally just showed this. You can go to the Sony store right now and sort by release date. Stray and Tunic are landing prior to Forspoken. Forspoken slated for October and Ragnarok's in between, which again points to an internal date of a a September or October release for God of War Ragnarok. Imagine if Ragnarok's day and date on PC as well. Well, I don't think that will happen because they indicated they weren't going to be doing parallel development. Now, I do think Ragnarok can be ported to PC faster than 2018 because of the interview where she said they actually learned things by porting the game and changed some of their pipeline and some of their development for God of War Ragnarok. So God of War Ragnarok is already primed and set up to be an easier port to PC, but it will not be day and date. They've indicated that will not happen. Now, if they indicate that to their shareholders and to the press and on their earnings calls and then they immediately betray that that's they're going to get a mat they might they, they could possibly get sued by their shareholders you can't tell your shareholders and get on earnings calls and and do interviews where you tell the public that you're not doing that and then you do that that would be a massive massive breach of trust they'd be like wait a minute you just told us you weren't doing that so if 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 sony games start landing day one on on pc as well as the playstation that's that's easily five to six years away because it would have to completely be a whole new cycle of developed games not the games that are around the corner anyone seriously saying ragnarok will be less than 10 hours is nuts it'll probably have five to six hours of cutscenes and cinematics alone yeah just the story alone in Ra- in, in god of war 2018 is 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 massive it's massive it's it's there's so many there's so many scenes and, and so much dialogue if it makes the shareholders more money just a thought People make investments based on statements on earning calls and public interviews like that. So if there are people that invested more or dug in or got or got more involved or whatever the frick, okay, and they did that based on these statements and those statements are immediately false, you're going to have a serious problem on your hands. You have to think about this logically. Imagine you're a shareholder, imagine you're an investor, and you're won over by that idea, by that principle of they're not doing parallel development, they're not going to have things hitting PC day and date, and then they immediately do that. You'd be like, what, what do you, what else was a lie? What are you, what are you doing? You, you, you lied to us. They're not going to do that. Listen, the fanboyism, the anti-Sony fanboyism is just absurd at this point. You're, you're thinking, many of you are thinking and arguing over the, over the course of the past couple of months. You literally argue for the most brain dead things I've ever heard. You think CEOs and C-suite employees are lying to the public and to shareholders because you love Microsoft, not because of industry analysis, not because of, of economic realities, not because of anything other than the fact that you love Microsoft. You just, you, you go into brain deadville. You're like, oh no, yeah, they're going to do the opposite of what they just said. They just lied to the public. They just lied to shareholders that none of that's true based on nothing other than allegiance to Microsoft. It's stupid. You're wasting energy and brain cells. There's nothing else to call it. It's just foolishness at this point. 
Nobody's walking out and lying to the public and shareholders. That's not a thing that people are going to do. It would be absolutely reckless to the company's financials to do that. You'd have so many shareholders either suing or backing out. Be like, what are you doing? You told us the exact opposite six months ago. Ponies do the same thing and we just love throwing it back at them. I don't know. I don't see anybody in here questioning statements made. I don't see anybody doing that. I've not seen a single person come in here and say that Microsoft's lying or Phil Spencer's lying. I've never once seen that. Uh, not once. I've never seen a single... Anytime these debates come up, anytime the, anytime the console war comes up, I've never once seen the Sony apologists question the validity of statements made to shareholders in the public. I've never once seen that. Who, who is this up here? Captain Steve with a five spot. I hope to see Hello Games' new project, Beyond Good and Evil 2 by UB News and Nightingale. Nightingale will be there. You guys want to watch a trailer? We should do a trailer breakdown. There's a Summer Game Fest trailer we can break down. I forgot about that. There's a trailer, and Nightingale's in there. There's also a new Star Wars game in there. Um, hang on a second. Summer Game Fest 2022 trailer. Uh, Yeah, this is a day old. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's go like this. Let's set up that. Let's turn off that. Let's loop it. All right. So here you go. Here's this trailer. So, uh, hang on a second. Let me get the controls out of the way. Why is the bar not disappearing? Hang on. They fiddled with my extension. It seems like my, I have an extension in Chrome that hides the uh, the player controls. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, here you go. So Outriders is definitely going to be there. Okay, uh, Destiny will be there. That's Gotham. That's Horizon. That's Elden Ring. Okay, I don't think they're showing these things. Starfield. Uh, what is that? Lost Ark. That's the vampire game. That's probably Redfall. That was for Spoken. Sonic. I don't know who that is. I don't know who... That's probably Call of Duty. I don't know who that is. You guys are going to have to help me with some of these. I don't know who all of these are. Gotham Knights. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Was that Radon? Uh, did I see Radon in there? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. So we got this. We got this. Yeah, that's Radon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Radon. Okay. Street Fighter. Lost Ark. That's Outriders. No, what the frick that was. More Gotham Knights. More Gotham Knights. And Gollum, the Lord of the Rings game nobody asked for. The oh so handsome Jeff Keeley. So that's Nightingale. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's Nightingale. Let me show you again. Okay, so I don't know who this is. I don't know who that is. That's Nightingale. Okay. So Nightingale will be there. Oh, that's Plague Tale. That one girl, that one girl is uh is Plague Tale. That's right. That's right. So Cuphead will be there with the de- the 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 delicious last course. Uh Now hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So what is this from? Is this from Gotham Knights? Oh no, 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 no. no. This is from Midnight Suns. That's from Midnight Suns. That's Apex, Horizon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, 
the frick is this from? Is that Midnight Suns or Forspoken? Let me get my mouse out of the way. Okay, so this is from a new Star Wars game. Is this Star Wars Eclipse? This is a Star Wars game. That was Midnight Suns again? Okay. So she, look, she's using the Force to do something. I don't know what game that is. New Star Wars game, apparently. Okay, this is Midnight Suns, Doctor Strange. That's Forspoken. That's Horizon Forbidden West. This is... Is that Sifu? I think that's Sifu right there. That might be Sifu. Sonic. Horizon. Cuphead. Uh, Wait a minute. What is that? Is that Warframe? Ooh, that was a good neck pop. Uh, This is Saints Row. And that's it. That's it. That was Warframe. Okay. League of Legends, some of them. Okay, so that so let's it's looping again. So we got Outriders, we got Destiny, we got Gotham Knights, Horizon, Forbidden West, Elden Ring. Now again, I think we're gonna get Elden Ring DLC. That's Starfield, Lost Ark. I think that's that's isn't the van the, the vampire is. That's Lost Ark, is it not? This chick here? And I don't know who this is. I don't know who or what in the frick that is. Uh, that's Lost Ark, I'm fairly certain. And that's Redfall, is it not? This guy here, this vampire smiling. If you guys are enjoying our Summer Game Fest breakdown, make sure and hit subscribe, make sure and hit the bell button, make sure and hit the like button. We're nearing a pretty big milestone for the channel. Lost Ark, yes. Redfall. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Vampires is Redfall. Who is the person being carried in the dark? That's Warframe that you didn't know? Wow, I'm green? Yeah, we've had plenty of gifted members. When we get really, really high viewership, like days like today, and there's lots of great names, those are are great days to do gifted memberships. There's Forspoken. You know your games? Great work. I, I try. I try my best to be able to pick out games as quick as I can. Uh, that's Super Mario. I'm just kidding. That was Sonic. <laughs> what, what's this? What's this? Who's this with the blue eyes? What are we looking at here? Is this Kane and Bridge of Spirits all grown up? I don't I don't recognize this character here. Blue eyes. We got we got old blue eye. We got blue eye chick here. I don't know who this is. Perfect dark. Sure, her eyes start to glow. And then this is Plague Tale. You think that's Outriders DLC? It could be Outriders. That's Plague Tale right there. Who's this flying? Who's this here? I don't think it's Forspoken. I don't think the chick with the blue eyes is Forspoken. I think it's Outriders. Because don't their eyes glow weird colors in that game when they, like, discover powers or using powers or whatever the frick? Is this Saints Row? What is this? Marvel game custom character? I don't know. She looks like... She looks like something out of Overwatch, but more made photorealistic. She looks like a character from Overwatch, like, turned photorealistic. 
This might be Forspoken. Anthem. <laughs> That's Anthem right there. League of Legends. This is League of Legends? This is not Saints Row. No, this is not Saints Row. The art style doesn't doesn't match. Could it be Fable? Is it a League of Legends character? This is Kaisa for League of Legends. Thank you. Okay, this is League of Legends. Man, the character design on her is awesome. Alright, who's this? What's that? We know we know who Robin is for Gotham Knights. What's this one here? Thank you, everybody, for helping us solve everything in this trailer. I forgot we were going to break this down. I was glad I remembered. We were running We were running out of gas. I was like, what else are we going to talk about? I'm tired of debating Sony Xbox. Persona? Soul Hackers? I got people saying Soul Hackers 2. I got two people saying Soul Hackers 2. Scalebound, Genshin. That's not Genshin. Okay, that's Gotham Knights. Okay, this is more League. This is more League. Gosh, their character design's phenomenal. Their character design is phenomenal. Look at that girl's face. That's awesome. She's like, we're gonna kill. Okay, we know that's Radon. That's Elden Ring for Radon. Okay, before Street Fighter, who? what's this? What, what game is this? I got four people... One with a lightning sword behind me, a big guy with a, with a blade, and then a guy with a blade, and then a guy, and then a girl down there with an axe or something. Dark Tide, Warhammer game. Okay, Warhammer, Dark Tide. Got it. Thank you. Street Fighter, Ryu, the uh, the Gruff Years. I'm pretty sure that's Lost Ark, is it not? I th- yeah, that's that's Outriders. What's who's this? Yeah, who? What's going on here? Okay, he he discovered Chunk from the Goonies. What's happening here? This is Callisto. I thought Callisto was like dead space, and they're like in like a prison. You think that's what this is? This is Callisto Protocol? Okay. I want to share that the floor you see in this picture is going to be cut and printed by our company for a construction company that's going to build the stage. Oh, wow, really? Okay, so there's more of that chick. What? Who is that? Okay, we see something from this later, don't we? Yeah, who, who is this guy? And then, okay, so this is like a brawler, right? We got, we got Scrappy-Doo from Scooby-Doo. And then, I don't know, what? Don Flamenco? Yeah, I know, right? You think that's Fortnite? <sighs> Street Fighter? No, the flamboyant guy that jumps in the air. Yeah, flamboyant mullet man. He's not from Street Fighter. He doesn't match the art style of Street Fighter. No, 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 no. I know Shaggy. I'm talking about the guy before that. Oh, that was definitely Callisto. That's right, Hilly. That's good snag. Okay. Oh, multiverses. Multiverses. Shaggy's multiverses. What about the guy before jumping? 
don't know a Scooby-Doo character. Why are you so slow? I literally showed the guy jumping, froze the frame multiple times and said, who is this guy? And then I said, this is a brawler with Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy's was Scooby's big-headed annoying nephew. Yeah, I don't know who this is. This guy's wearing a mask or something. That's not a real face. Hey, it's Hex's pick. What's good, Snow? Oh, Shaggy. Oh, I said Scrappy instead of Shaggy. I misspoke for Pete's sakes. I didn't watch a lot of Scooby-Doo growing up. We watched we watched different cartoons. Alright, here's more Gotham. Wait. No, the monk is not Hellblade. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. There's somebody jumping that I want to get. That's gotta be Lost Ark. So more Gotham. Gollum. Jeff Keeley. Who's this? Is this League? Is this League of Legends? Because right before it is Nightingale. That's Jeff. (laughs) Guys are being so unhelpful. (laughs) That's super shaggy. What's good, Dan'stastic? Oh, World of Warcraft? This is World of Warcraft? That's what I thought. No, that wasn't Kong from Call of Duty. Uh-uh, uh-uh. She's lovely. She looks like something from World of Warcraft to me. That's the villain of Midnight Suns? She's the villain in Midnight Suns? Diablo 4? Oh, Maybe. Maybe Diablo 4. It does look a little bit like Blizzard. That's why maybe the people are thinking World of Warcraft, but it might be Diablo. Hang on. Diablo 4 female villain. Who is Lilith? That might be Lilith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, there's pictures here that look like she might change shape and get worse but I'm not seeing those symbols on her face or on her head oh it's Midnight Suns no Fuzzy found it it's Midnight Suns thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you yep yeah it's a character from Marvel Midnight Suns that's not Lilith from Diablo 4 I thought it might have been Lilith if if she like changes shape because she looks way worse in the pictures I'm finding okay If you're just tuning in, we're breaking down a Summer Game Fest trailer. A Summer Game Fest trailer. So that's that's Cuphead. That's Cuphead. We know that's coming. The Delicious Last Course DLC. Okay, that's Midnight Suns Ghost Rider. That's Apex. We've already done this. That's Horizon. That's Shredder's Revenge. And what's this? This is more Midnight Suns, right? Oh, yeah. You can see Doctor Strange. You can see Doctor Strange's... uh, power behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is more Midnight Suns. Um, okay. And 
So is this Outriders? So this is that is this that same chick with the blue eyes? This looks Oh no, that's the stuff on her face that happens in Outriders, is it not? And then that's the Star Wars game. This has gotta be Outriders. Forspoken. The veiny stuff on her face matches the veiny stuff on the one chick's face. Yo, what's good, Zubair? Ubisoft have an open-world Star Wars game in development? Yeah, there's a handful of Star Wars games this could be, because they show this character, who clearly has been injured at some point. She's got a bandage on this. This has been chopped off. She might be a youngling that survived Order 66. Oh, was that Warframe? The chick with the blue? Oh, that might have been Warframe. So this could be a youngling that survived... Looks like Ahsoka? No, she's not even close to looking like Ahsoka. So, this is Eclipse? So she might be, again, a youngling that survived Order 66. She's got... You know, this got sliced here. I feel like it looked like Outriders World Slayer. I I kind of agree, Hilly. I didn't feel like it looked like Warframe, but I'm not familiar enough with Warframe. Yeah, yeah, Ahsoka's orange. It's not even the same race. Yeah, it's not even the same race. Looks like the species of Ahsoka. No, I don't think Ahsoka is this species. Ahsoka's not a Twi'lek. Yeah, they're different. They have similar head things, but it's different. It's a Twi'lek, not a Togruta. Togruta. There you go. She's a Twi'lek like Ahsoka. Ahsoka's not a Twi'lek. You're right. Yeah. I'm not a Lord, a Star Wars lore nerd. I just thought she didn't look right because the, the, the heads are similar, but it's a different thing, is it not? That injury is clearly from a pod racing accident. I, I, I'm going to put money down. I'm going to put money down that this... This is a youngling that survived Order 66, and that's why she has that injury. And then that's a different one. Or or this is her before it happens. Practicing with the Force. And that's before Order 66 happens, maybe. I don't know. What's this from? We have no idea. That's Midnight Suns, that's Forspoken, that's Horizon Forbidden West, that's Sifu, that's Sonic, Horizon Forbidden West, Warframe, yeah, 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 what's this? This is the one, this is some ones at the end here that I don't know, Warframe, Saints Row, what's this? Yeah, that's the, that's the flamboyant guy getting smashed. So I don't think this is multiverses, is this multiverses? Because they showed this right before they showed Shaggy. Right before they showed Shaggy. Everybody giving me grief. I've never seen this game before. Yeah, this could be an indie. This could be an unknown indie at this point. We might not know what this is. That's that weird game that was announced some time ago. No, it's not Sea of Thieves. The trailer made no sense. (laughs) 
I love how flamboyant mullet's catching on. It's an indie. We have seen it before. It was part of a showcase a while back. Got it. The other one is Owl from Court of Owls. So this this is from this is from Gotham Knights then, or is this from the Court of Owls Batman game that we haven't really seen yet? Right? Yeah. There's no God of War tease in this in this trailer. None at all. None at all. I think they're keeping God of War Ragnarok quiet for the reveal. Could we get 27 more likes on the video? Let's hit 300 likes about as fast as we can. This stream's doing really, really well today. Green Jedi looks kind of like Hera Syndulla from Star Wars Rebels. The race is Twi... Twi'lek? Or Twi'lek? Talon from Gotham Knights. Oh, so this is from Gotham Knights. Okay. We're getting told this is Talon. Thought maybe there might be something to see here in these in these rapid freezes. You can see again they put a lot of work. Look at the texture on the jawline. They put a lot of work into the character design. You don't think that you don't think the blue vein girl is Outriders? Yeah, Gotham Knights is not looking good. I will 100% agree with you on that. Uh, Gotham Knights is looking kind of rough. It's looking kind of rough, man. It is. I'm curious how big of a role Talon will have. Mm. Callisto Protocol is going to be so fun to play with you guys. It's going to be so stinking scary. I still want to know who that ape is. What? That's the only one we haven't figured out. Who is this? What's this from? Is this like the division or something? Is something like what? Matt? He's somebody wearing a mask. Thirsty Suitors is the India-looking game with the flamboyant boy. Oh, Thirsty Suitors. That's the name of it. This is Call of Duty? Oh, is this a gorilla... Seth Green's stolen ape? (laughs) Oh, it's a Monarch Warzone armor skin. Oh, 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 oh. Call of Duty... Uh, ape skin. Let me look it up here. Yes. Yes, that's what this is. This is a Call of Duty ape skin that you can get for Warzone Operation Monarch. This is a Wars Call of Duty Warzone Operation Monarch skin. Okay. That was the last, that was kind of the last mystery uh, hang on, hang on. There's another mystery we must solve. Another mystery we must solve. So, can we solve this mystery? And jury is weighing their options and deciding. Yes, Robin still has the best butt in uh, in, in in the in the DC gaming universe. Sorry, we just had to double check. We had to let the judges. We had to let the judges weigh in on that one in slow mo. 
uh, Robin still still holds the trophy for the the best the best badonkadonk. It's not Gorilla Grodd. No, I compared it to the to the ape skin from Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, I, I compared it. I did a Google image search. It's the exact same. It's the exact same face. It's Batwoman. Yeah, no, I know. I was seeing if she beat him. I was seeing if hers was better. It's not. If you've not seen Robin's backside in the one goth in the one Arkham game, you're missing out. <laughs> you're missing out. It's a famous. It's like a famous meme because they did give him a, a, a fantastic backside, and uh, in the one game, you throw Harley Quinn over your shoulder, and it's it's clearly you know being obnoxious and you're carrying her and her rear end is like right in the camera shot and I remember we were debating I was like let's compare here and we were like rotating the camera I was like no Robin still has the best butt <laughs> he still does man it's, it's 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 magnificent it's a thing of beauty if there was game awards for best butts he would win it every year they would just keep giving it to him they'd be like nah he can't he's, he's still the greatest the Green Twilight is not new. It's the Star Wars The Old Republic Legacy of the Sith latest cinematic. Oh, oh, oh. The thing is, so you think they're just going to show, because that just hit the switch, did it not, Bada? Nightwing Bud is a thing. Well, it was Robin in the one Arkham game. So. It was, it was, it was Robin. Summer Game Fest might show 50 games. <laughs> Batman, Robin, Red Hood, and Nightwing. Lono's Dragon Dream. I saw people talking about his butt on Twitter a while ago. Yeah, we were not the only people to notice that in Batman Arkham, whichever one that was, Robin had just a fantastic, <coughs> a fantastic backside. Okay, Tom Henderson is reporting that the Marvel Midnight Suns revamp to be revealed in June. That's happening during Summer Game Fest. So Tom Henderson is saying, Marvel Midnight Suns has been revamped, and it will be shown during Summer Game Fest. Now, my prediction about that, okay? My prediction about that is that they are going to go with the more free form. They're going to go with the more free form that they did with the Mario game that they recently showed. They showed the, uh, they showed the Mario rabbits game and it went a little bit more free form and a little bit more adventure i still think it's going to be an XCOM based game okay i don't but i don't think it's going to be the rigid grid that you have in XCOM or in mario rabbits when it initially came out that's that's been that's been my prediction is they are not going to deviate from the XCOM format but they are going to revamp the XCOM format to maybe appeal to a broader audience because there are people that look at the almost like top down board game experience and they're like yeah I don't know if I want uh, to play that and when you give them a little bit more of the freeform movements it might open up the game to more players so that's been that's been one of my predictions about the revamp I don't think they're going to turn into like an action adventure game where you're getting to run around as the characters I, I don't think so unless 
they were able to somehow take the XCOM formula they were using and make it similar to what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Can we get five more likes? Could we get five more likes for 300 likes? If you guys are enjoying the show, be sure to hit subscribe, the bell button. I am a safe for work broadcaster. A lot of people throw me on in the background of their day, almost like a gaming podcast. Uh, so make sure, make sure that you are subscribed. You can throw me on in the background of your day every single day. Uh, you can, you can be sure to check your subscriber feed every day. I am live every day, and sometimes I won't be on your homepage, sometimes I won't be on your recommended, but you can go to your subscription feed or my channel, and I will be live uh, basically every single day of the week. We have more content coming up as well, so right now we're covering Summer Game Fest 2022, right at the top of the chat we have a poll, what big game do you want to see more of, God of War, Ragnarok, Starfield, Diablo 4, or Spider-Man 2, and God of War, Ragnarok is winning at 49%, Starfield at 27%. I actually think Starfield gameplay will be at the centerpiece of the Xbox Bethesda showcase, as well as Redfall. Listening while at work, love the stream, thank you. Supermassive also made Until Dawn and uh, Man of Medan. Oh, oh yeah, those, those spooky games. If you look up the Legacy of the Sith cinematic on YouTube, you will see it called Disorder. It's the Bioware MMO. Isn't that the one Bada that recently came? No, it's the S. It's the Star Wars Knights of MMO latest exa- expansion. They just did something with the Sith on the Nintendo Switch. I must be thinking of something different then. I must be thinking of something completely different. Uh, we did a we did a breakdown of this trailer. Uh, we can throw this back up if you want to know. This is the trailer for Summer Game Fest. We did a breakdown. There's lots of games contained in here. They released KOTOR 2 on Switch. Oh, that's so that, yeah, that's a, di- that's a different one. That's a different one. That's something different. Sorry. So there's going to be a trailer for the MMO during Summer Game Fest. God of War is going to be a lot more of the same thing other than the story, so unless y'all want to be spoiled, why do you want to see more of that? Yeah, every sequel's that, so thanks for your contribution. The game in the sewers isn't Callisto. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's the same character. We just did a side... Somebody did a side-by-side in uh, in the Discord. It's Callisto. The, 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 the black guy walking up in the dark, it's the same character right out, of, right out of another trailer of Callisto Protocol. So... Found the trailer for the flamboyant guy. It was announced at the Game Awards last year thirsty suitors yeah 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 somebody solved that a little bit ago uh besito in the in the youtube chat starfield's clearly the best choice in the poll god of war and spidey are already definitely will buys so any more footage is just a spoiler but let's see what starfield looks like yeah yeah someone has an attitude problem i'm glad you can admit you have an attitude problem i appreciate you doing that the first the first step in fixing a problem is admitting you have one so appreciate that Honestly, don't see why people want more God of War. We already know it'll be an amazing game, just uh, as the one before it. Well, I can explain to you why people want to see more. We had somebody recently talk about this, and he said that the story trailer establishes that the game is coming and like the basic framework of the story. But what he wants to see is new mechanics, new gameplay, new combat, to see, okay, it's a sequel. How much have you taken the game up a notch? How much have you improved the game? So there are plenty of people that would like to do that they want it they want to see uh the game improvement like what what's the checklist right craig with 10 gifted memberships guys if you can hear my voice 
click allow gifts in the chat or you can click the green box at the top of the chat to allow gifts yeah Elden Ring is in here yeah this right here is Callisto Protocol 100% somebody did a side by side and this guy here in the orange jumpsuit in a jail is directly from Callisto Protocol yo Serpico grabbed the gifted membership from Craig guys make sure and click that or you won't get them you gotta accept or allow gifts there's another one Jared grabbed one Engod grabbed one Andrew grabbed one that's uh that's four that's four finally made it to my computer during a live stream thank you craig for doing that we appreciate the generosity very very much four of the ten have been uh have been accepted the anti-sequel knee-jerking makes zero sense to me how many of the very best games ever are second or third installments yeah, usually, usually as games go, there's five. Riley has grabbed one. Five more. Uh, there's Setsuna. There's four more memberships left to grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilly posted the image above. It's the same guy. It's the same exact character. There's four memberships left to grab. We are breaking down the Summer Game Fest trailer as well as everything we know that will be there. Keep forgetting Lord of the Rings Gollum game that no one gives a crap about is coming out. It looks fun, Wheezy, but it just feels so it just feels so unnecessary. It just feels so unnecessary. It's like, why'd you guys make this? It's the same monster too, looking in the shadow. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here, let me show you. I'll get you a screenshot to show that that, that guy in the basement, uh it's clearly it's clearly the same guy. Let's go here. Mm-mm. There we go. Revive Farmer grab one. There's there's three more members that you can grab. Three more memberships can be grabbed right now. Click at the top of the chat, the green box, and then click allow gifts. There you go. That's the same guy. That's the guy walking up to the bars. That's the monster on the other side of the bars. So it is 100% Callisto uh, protocol. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a dead space game in like a jail. Kojima's rumored Xbox game for Sunday? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Kojima's horror game is currently dubbed Overdose. Overdose. My report via TryHard Games. And there's the final three memberships. Spike Deagle, Tarix, and Abugi Nahudi. There you go. There we go. All ten have been grabbed. Thank you so much for doing that, Craig. Thanks, everybody, for accepting those memberships. Yeah, some of the people that created Dead Space are in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, don't forget, if you just got a membership, make sure you get in the Discord and sync up your YouTube uh, account with your Discord account. You get increased access in our Discord, and you will never miss... You will never miss members-only content if you're in the Discord. It's, it's not possible. We ping the announcements for content in there in the announcements room every time we're doing something. Can I get some more information about Fable? I don't care if it's still two years away. I want to see more. Oh, I yeah, I get that. I do. Starfield Bethesda hype. I would re- yeah, I actually hope that since they got the delay news out of the way that they're able to show a bunch of the game. You know what I mean? Kudos for even attempting that pronunciation. What did I attempt to pronounce? Oh, Abugi Nahudi. Yeah, there you go. Uh, your Assassin's Creed tracking number 
They, they just sent me tracking number for my Assassin's Creed Valhalla Orlog dice game that showed up yesterday. Thanks for the email. <laughs> it's really helpful tracking. It's in my house, and I played it last night with my kiddos. It's the literal creative minds of Dead Space. Uh, he's been stuck at Sledgehammer making CODs, and he finally got free to make this. Can't wait. Just happy to see all the growth of the channel over the last week. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Thank you. Reforge, the big surprise for Summer Game Fest might be Silent Hill. Silent Hill? <laughs> uh, I'm guessing a boogie, no hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A boogie, no hoodie. Is Death Stranding 2 coming this uh, out this year or next year? Oh, it's not coming out this year. I, I highly doubt that. I highly doubt a game of that size is going to be able to come out that quickly. Really, really doubtful about that. Really, really doubtful about that one. Um, I have a bunch of friends waiting on Starfield. They want me to join. I think Starfield... Starfield's one of those unknowns right now like it could be absolutely amazing it could also be terrible like it's one of those things where we don't know anything Bethesda has a shaky history you know they do they have a shaky history it's not like it's like when we see that Insomniac is working on Spider-Man 2 and we also see that they're working on um, they're working on Spider-Man 2 and they're working on um, Wolverine. Like, nobody doubts that they're going to do a great job, okay? Nobody doubts it. Nobody's like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do a good job. It's like, yeah, no, they've crushed it. They've already crushed it once. They'll, they'll probably crush it again, okay? Now, if Spider-Man 2 comes out and is freaking horrible and is a dadgum disaster, it would make sense that people would look at Wolverine and be concerned, right? And that's kind of what happened with Bethesda. Like, Bethesda has these good games in their backlog, and then they've had things like Fallout 76 that's making people say, I don't know, you know, that might that might not be a good game. They might, they might, you know, fumble the ball. You know, it, it's it's kind of like Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk is making everybody a little bit gun shy with The Witcher 4. It it it's it stands to reason, you know what I mean? You think Death Stranding will have a treadmill pre-order pack like the guy on YouTube did? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I'm I was scheduling the next stream. Um what hair product? Oh, my wife. Hang on a second. Do, 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 do. And there. Um, let me set up redirect for our next show. I think you guys are going to like the next show. I'm going to be covering The Division. We got good intel on The Division Heartland, and uh, it's going to be interesting. What's the buzz around Outriders? What are they adding? Outriders World Slayer is their biggest addition to the game yet. It's a DLC uh, forthcoming, and it is uh, it is slated for end of this month, early if you pre-order, I think. No way they'll show Spider-Man 2. I don't think they have a reason to show Spider-Man 2. It doesn't make any sense. They have more reason to show Ragnarok. Yeah, it's $40. No, the Division Heartland is going to be a standalone free-to-play game. So we've got intel on it, and it sounds like sounds like they took a lot of feedback 
from the community regarding the division up to this point with respect to um, how they how they decide to give you gameplay. I'm not, I don't want to get into it. I'm not cannibalizing the next show. Hype for Outriders DLC release. My husband's excited for Witcher 4. I really hope they don't screw it up. He rarely gets excited for new games anymore. I was waiting for him to say more reason to show Wolverine. No, no. I don't, I don't think that there's a reason. I don't think there's a reason to, to, uh, to show more. They're charging. Yikes. Yeah, it's a DLC. I expect Witcher 4 to be good. CD Projekt Red will be back in their comfort zone. It's more of a worry that the people who make racing games are trying to make Fable. Companies uh, should stick to what they know. Isn't that a misrepresentation? They're using the Forza tech to build Fable. It's not the Forza developers, is it? It's not. Is it the same developers? I thought they were just using the Forza tech engine. I didn't think that they were. It was the actual developers of Forza, though. No, just the engine. Yeah, some of you guys have got to. You gotta be. You gotta be careful with your, your presumptions. There is the the, the company that builds Forza is not is not building, uh, is not building Fable. They're using the Forza engine. It's Playground Games. It's the same devs. Playground Games. Fable 4 is being created by Playground Games, a studio perhaps best known for its work on Forza Horizon series, but Phil Spencer wants fans to have confidence in the studio. I thought they built a new... I thought they had a whole new studio for Fable 4. It's the same devs? Well, then I... Yeah, I'd I'd be concerned about it too. I thought I read an article that they they had formed a new studio for Fable 4 and they were using the Forza Tech Engine. You can't use their engine. Yeah. That's a little concerning then. I actually think that is a valid concern. I swore we read an article that it was a, it was a new dev working with them and using the engine. I must be misremembering. Battle.net pop-up through Blizzard Activision. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 global reveal tomorrow. That's already been announced. That's not a leak. That was a trailer... Yesterday or the day before? That should be hitting our updates channel. Oh, you saying there's a pop-up right now in in the in the app, Chris? Is that what you're saying? It's the same studio but a massive new team. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Outriders was rough. While they don't owe us anything, $40 for attack on to the unnecessary uh, roughness doesn't offer much goodwill. Well, but they did a free update that really turned the game for many people. They added transmog, they streamlined the end game, they removed the timers. They actually have done a lot to make the game significantly better. My biggest quibble actually with Outriders is just sound design. I actually think they did a very good job with how they uh, how they approached the game. They, I think they've won the goodwill back of the people that have played it. They updated it for free. They added all new features and endgame loops and, and and quality, and they're doing a DLC after the fact. You know? I'm here. I'm hyped for the new Call of Duty after a long break. Apparently the pros, apparently the pros have seen they have seen the uh, Modern Warfare 2. They're weighing in. 
and they've said, yeah, it, it's good. I can't play it because of the sound. It's offensive. Yeah, the sound design in Outriders is just is, is absolutely awful. It's truly awful. What if Metal Gear is shown? I don't have any reason right now to think Metal Gear will be shown. If it is, it'll be a surprise. I've not seen anything about it. The Initiative is a new studio they built for the Perfect Dark game. Playground Game makes Forza Horizon series, and they have hired some good talent from RPG vets, but it's the same team. Okay. Okay, I must be mixing my stories up, because he said that, and I thought, that's not true, but I guess it is, and I guess it is probably a little bit of cause for concern. I mean, if they hired RPG vets, then you would hope it would be uh, it would be good. Now the the, the dilemma is going to be the dilemma is going to be that will there be um, will there be this sort of challenge to develop within that engine because we've already reported on that we reported on that on Reforge Radio I think that they were having troubles with the engine there were things that they just couldn't do which the engine's beautiful but it might not be good for an RPG game um. Uh, duh, duh. Got it. If I get it now, I'll grab it. DG's appointment. Okay. Gear wipe ruined it for me. What happened right before was going to buy it after playing it. Unless it's Metal Gear remakes, you can't. Uh, you can miss me with that. A non-Kojima Metal Gear can go die in a fire. Don't count on them for. Don't count them out on Fable. It's better than letting Molinux back into the kitchen. Thought Perfect Dark was an FPS. It is. Rumor. So here's a rumor from Nebelian. Hideo Kojima is working on a horror game titled Overdose, starring actress Margaret Qualley. She's Mama in Death Stranding. The game is playable in third or first person, apparently. Not many details beyond that. Forza Horizon already has many RPG-like elements. I don't know if it's the RPG element, Zubera. It would be the combat and the and the movement around in the world that would be a greater challenge. At least in my mind. Right? What do you mean? Gorilla did it? <clears throat> I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's a challenge. I don't think there's any problem with saying it's a challenge. GoldenEye 007 Remaster is looking like to be announced very soon. Okay. I don't know how many times they're going to do that. The Battlefield 2042 season trailer just dropped. Anyway, hey, Lona, wishing you and the fan the best. Thank you, Night Train. The Forza engine for Fable will be amazing as long as they can get it right. Gorilla built their own engine. After Elden Ring, I don't trust any RPGs. Uh, but another one from oh, but another one from some from software. If you're just tuning in, we've been discussing Summer Game Fest 2022 details, and we want to know with Summer Game Fest around the corner. We did a breakdown of the, of the latest Summer Game Fest trailer. What big game do you want to see more of during all of the festivities? God of War, Ragnarok, Starfield, Diablo 4, Spider Man 2. Ragnarok's winning the poll, but Starfield's behind it. I think I might actually agree that I'm more interested in seeing more of Starfield. I just want a release date. I just want a release date for Ragnarok so we can stop having the discussion about it. I'd rather see gameplay of Starfield, to be quite honest. 
Ragnarok will be a DLC campaign. Tell me you don't own a PS5 without telling me you don't own a PS5. Thanks for stopping by, though. Forza Tech is really strong flight sim and can attest to that. I think the tech's fine. The tech is sound. The engine is sound. Will it work for a Fable game is the question. I want to see Diablo 4 or Starfield. Ragnarok look like DLC more than a new game. Cool. Thanks for admitting you don't own a PS5. I want to see the next installment of Peppa Pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Avowed and Redfall gameplay. You could have a PS4. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Not. What is your name? You don't have to ask so many times. I go by Lono in this space. Channels Reforge Gaming. Thanks for being here. There's no doubt that the engine is good. It's whether or not it's suitable for the game that they're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and put this guy in timeout. They should hold Starfield and Redfall. 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 No point in seeing it now. No, I don't agree with that, Doom, and here's why. I think they intentionally got the delay out of the way so they could focus on the games. Like, I think they really... Because this is the time to build confidence in what Xbox has coming. Because they haven't had a great showing this year, and having to delay those games out of this year creates an even bigger sort of sense of like, okay, well, what's coming? So I think they really need to build that consumer confidence to say, look, this is Starfield, and it's in, they're intending to blow people away. From everything we've heard and everything they've said, they're intending to blow people away. And Redfall, I think, what's Redwall? Redwall is a, a fantasy book series that I read to my kids. Engines are extremely versatile depending on how they're developed. Don't fall on the different game types need different engines. Well, I'm not falling back on that. There was a leak recently that said they were having trouble with the, the Forza Tech engine. There was just stuff that wasn't working. So that doesn't mean they can't. It just means it's going to be challenging. You know, it's, you know, you can mow your lawn with an old school push mower. It's possible, but, you know, doesn't mean it's going to be, it won't be challenging. It'll be challenging. You can do it. You know, you can get it done. You can get nice straight lines, but the guy on the rider mower is going to have an easier time. It's more on the developer than anything else. Oh, for sure. Redfall, dumb autocorrect? Yeah, no worries. Deathside says, and with that, I'm out. What are, you, what are you out for? I hope they show Fable 4. I'd forgotten about the announcement. Starfield and Fable 4 would get me super hyped. Look what Mass Effect did. Tried to use their Frostbite engine, and now they're going back to Unreal for the next game. The engine matters. There was a leak that the engine was not being so great for what they were doing. That's right. Yo, it's good, Skywalker. Nice uh, nice work. Keep it up. Thank you, Shape. You can drive a car with any engine, but if you're going to race, you want the engine to be built for it. Is the guy who says we'll see Ragnarok at Summer Games Fest credible? I'm not sure who said it. I'm saying it. I think my predictions have a good track record. Like... You know what I'm saying? 
people like to joke people like to joke and give me give me grief when I say I told you so but I I actually have been doing this for eight years and I think when I analyze the market and trailers and things of that nature I my predictions are usually pretty decent you know what I mean thanks for the ad thanks for the ad who who are you talking to snow uh don't sleep on state of the k3 xbox has 40 games in development great great i have an xbox series x and i can't wait to play starfield i hope it's amazing i really do because i thought the ragnarok reveal looked like a dlc more than a new game i don't have a ps5 what's the logic there i just the consistent theme caleb is that people that come in and say that are xbox fans and they don't have a sony so i don't know the cynical the cynical overly critical outlook on that game i find to be humorous and hilarious i just think that it's funny people did the same thing with horizon forbidden west and you know what all of them were they were all xbox fanboys the overanalyzed trailers the overly critical attitude the oh look at her foot didn't touch the platform it was all xbox fanboys it was like the frick is this like they released a trailer for forbidden west it looked breathtaking and all i had to hear about for months was how it wasn't that impressive it looked like dlc the graphics didn't look that good and it was all xbox fanboys i didn't meet a single person with a ps5 that had that attitude about forbidden west and now i'm hearing the same thing about ragnarok and i'm like okay okay we just stole spider-man from your console (laughs) what you think you think spider-man coming to pc is a victory for you in what respect in what in what respect the second largest gaming platform in existence is about to have the most popular superhero in existence on it in august You, you think that's is that you think that's a victory for microsoft how (laughs) <laughs> forbidden west sold so poorly sony had to bundle it with ps5 there's another fanboy in chat for you oh he added you in diablo immortal oh okay i wasn't sure what you were talking about snow yeah forbidden west sold so poorly that they're having to bundle it with the ps5 which is common spider-man's one of the best-selling franchises for sony and they did sony PlayStation 4 Pro bundles with Spider-Man, but it must have just been selling so poorly that they had to bundle it. And yet the franchise has sold 33 million copies, but you know. You know. Five million games sold poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just such a it's just such a shame, man. Fourth best selling game of the year before the bundle. Yep. They were it was just it was just such a such a non commercial success that they had to you know, they had to bundle it with the PS five. Mm-hmm. Yep. They did the same thing with uh with Spider Man. <laughs> and Spider Man's like their best selling franchise. I need uh, the glasses, bro. Those Gunner. If so, which model? Thanks, bro. We have a glasses command. 
Uh, we have a glasses command. I forget the name of this model. We are partnered with Gunner Optics. Uh, I am wearing the... When Nightbot decides to wake up, I am wearing... Oh, shoot. We didn't put it in there. What are these? The Ascend or whatever? Shoot. I forget the name of them. I have them in my phone somewhere. Some of the things that people try it actually makes my brain hurt. Uh, these are the intercept. These are the intercept frames. Intercept frames. And we are partnered with them. You can you won't get a discount, but if you use that link, I get credit. You think Sony will have content at Summer Game Fest? Yes. I believe there'll be a God of War Ragnarok trailer with a release date. I believe that. Yes. Wish we got Ghost of Tsushima on PC. Ghost of Tsushima is coming to PC, I'm fairly confident. There's already been leaked screenshots of the PC settings for both Returnal and Sackboy. I believe those will be announced during Summer Game Fest as well. Returnal will likely land on PC. I think they might do it in July. And then they'll do August for Spider-Man. And then fall, Spider-Man Miles Morales hits PC in the fall of this year. There was data announced for most sold games this year so far, and Horizon Forbidden West is 4th or 5th place, and due to that knowledge, we know it sold over 5 million. Yeah. What are you doing? You can't come down here and, and do what you're doing right now, kiddo kids. What's mama doing? Oh. Okay. You need you need to find something to do, because... Mama's not going to be too happy if she finds out you came strutting in here and saying names and stuff and saying, you know, that you're bored. Boredom is a choice, all right? Boredom is a choice, just like being late. So I'm late every day. That's a choice. (laughs) Boredom is a choice. You're choosing to be bored. Go upstairs, find something to do, okay? Thank you. Please close the door. People always trying to discount the other uh, to prop up their preferred console. Xbox continues to outperform the Xbox One generation, but they need to start releasing games. Yeah, I love my Series X. I love my Series X, man. I want some first-party big titles for it, man. You know what I'm saying? I really, really do. I want... the, The funny thing is, is like, really good, awesome games are excellent for me okay like look at what happened with diablo immortal diablo immortal launches it's great it's fun we get great response my gameplay vids were massive like almost each of them twenty thousand views almost on each of the videos right that's insane right it's insane but i can't in good conscience play the game on my channel because of the rampant pay to win so I want good games to launch. It doesn't serve me. If if Starfield launches in his crap, that doesn't do anything for me. I don't want it to fail. I want it to be amazing. I want to be, I want to be able to sink my teeth into it for weeks or more. It's, it's way better for me to have really good games launch. So the idea that like YouTubers... Now, there are YouTubers that clearly cheer for one side. I cheer for both sides. I want to be like, oh my gosh, there's too many good games to play. There's too many. Like, th- that's the problem that I want to have. I, like, I don't want games to come out that I can't do anything with. 
Lost Ark was too dense, New World didn't have enough endgame, and Diablo Immortal had just disgusting pay-to-win in it that I couldn't in a good conscience per, you know, put the game out on display on a regular basis. I had to shred it with a machete and move on. So, like, I don't give a rip what box I'm playing on. I really don't. I showcased FPS boost in Titanfall 2 and had a blast that day that we did that. I love showcasing good games and good good advancements on either platform. I love doing it. I showcased the update to Horizon Forbidden West last week when it hit. Missed Valheim? I played Valheim with Hilly and we really liked it. Doesn't seem like it's going to work though. It wouldn't work for what I do. I would like Sony and Xbox to drop hundreds of great games. Sadly, over the last four years, we've been scraping the barrel on both consoles. I don't agree with that at all. I think Sony's been very consistent. I think Xbox has been inconsistent. Sadly. I wanted Halo to be amazing. I covered Halo and did community game nights with Halo for a month. I wanted Halo Infinite to be stellar. Then it wasn't. I wanted Halo Infinite to be... to be polished and well designed and to go the distance and it hasn't could it yeah it could but it didn't you know it didn't and then I played games like Ratchet and Clank and then I played a game called Returnal and then you know I played Miles Morales and I it's it's I played Ghost of Tsushima it's like okay wham 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 batter on base batter on base home run home run you know I this idea that, that, like, it's far more, it's, it's, and I, I have a greater history with Xbox. I've, I've had an Xbox for a longer period of time. I have way more games played and completed on my Xbox. I have a better, I have a, a, a longer standing history with the Xbox platform. And I have been incredibly disappointed at the lack of my ability to boot up a big, big title over there and enjoy it. It just hasn't been happening. And we should expect that with the fact that they almost shuttered, they almost shuttered the, 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 the Xbox and the gaming division you know, what, eight years ago. So they're, they're, they're just now, they've climbed out. Okay. They've climbed out of the trenches and now they can start, they can start hitting, hitting, hitting the ball. You know, they had, they had to get, they had to get out. They had to get out of the ditch. They had to. Don't sleep on Nintendo. I like Nintendo. I have a Nintendo switch. I would like for a stronger Nintendo to come out for breath of the wild too. I think performance on the Nintendo Switch is one of the main reasons I don't like I don't like installing games on it because of load times and stuff. It's it's actually quite annoying. If you get a multi-plat game on Nintendo, you just it's misery. But Nintendo Sports, I play that like every weekend with my kids. The new sports game was so much fun. You can thank Microsoft for Sony's first party titles on PC. I just, when you have to orient everything to be about Microsoft, Willie, I just think that's very telling. Sony putting games on PC has nothing to do with Microsoft. It, it isn't. Like, come on, man. There is market analysis of the PC platform and the growth of the PC platform. Capcom is also making moves to get into PC gaming. There are companies getting into PC hardware production. Microsoft has nothing to do with that. That is just foolish. That has no industry analysis basis at all. Sony 
putting games on PC is not Microsoft forcing Sony to change. You're not analyzing the industry. You're not making an educated or intelligent statement. PC as a platform has growth patterns that are absurd, and that's why companies are doing it. If you think companies are sitting around the size of Sony and Capcom, and they're like, we we better do this because of Microsoft, the company that almost shut their gaming division down eight years ago, the company that is a micro of the size of us, that's, that's absolutely ludicrous to think that Microsoft is influencing the industry. The industry itself is influencing Sony and Capcom's decision to dig into PC. It has nothing to do with Microsoft. This idea that, like, Microsoft is this leviathan of influence on the market is just so globally ignorant. Like, it's, I can't even be nice about it anymore. It's globally ignorant. It is so geocentric to think that Microsoft is impacting the global market to that degree when they're not. And the PC platform growth has absolutely nothing to do with Capcom saying, we need to invest in PC. With Sony saying, we need our games on PC. Why? Because the platform's growing. PC's growth is absurd. Have you seen the projections? It has nothing to do with Microsoft. Microsoft is not forcing the industry to change. That yeah, there's no, there's nothing to show that Microsoft is having global influence over the market. PC growth as a platform is what is influencing the market. Hardware distribution, the accessibility of PCs, like the PC market outside of America, that is exactly what is going on. Americentric would be a better term. No, geocentric makes sense. Like you're geocentric. You're thinking of this American company and, and this the, the American influence. That's not what's happening. Microsoft is expected to pass PlayStation and gaming revenue after the Activision purchase. Right. They're playing a, a, a ballsy game. I think what Microsoft is doing with the Blizzard uh, Activision acquisition is a ballsy game. Why? Because their their value offer is Game Pass, play anywhere, day and date. And what do they need? They need big first-party titles to throw on there. So that move makes sense. Now, I've not seen any industry analysis that says that Microsoft is expected to pass PlayStation and gaming revenue after that purchase. I've not seen anything that states that. That may happen 10 years from now after, you know, Call of Duty is under their umbrella and 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 King uh, Mobile Games. That once all those games are under their umbrella, yeah, maybe, but that's not happening anytime soon. The acquisition ink isn't even dry. Ignorance can be bliss. Don't passively accuse me of ignorance when I sit here and I read the articles and I do the reporting and all of the industry analysis has nothing to do with Microsoft. Saying Microsoft PC, it's all the same. Talk about ignorant, Willie. That's ignorant. Microsoft is not behind that growth in those industries. PC and Microsoft are not one and the same. They're not. You're, you, again, that's, that's the ignorant take. I'm not being ignorant when I read reports about PC platform growth rates in the Asian market and Capcom completely changing their strategy to get into the PC market or or hardware distributors or companies getting back into chipset manufacturing. That's not happening because of Microsoft. 
Sony putting games on PC has nothing to do with Microsoft. There is no industry analysis to back up what you're saying. All that backs up what you're saying is fanboyism. You have nothing. You have nothing in the industry. Not an article, not an industry analysis, not a leaker, not a journalist. Nobody's saying what you're saying because it's ignorance driven by fanboyism. And I'm sick of it in my chat. I'm not going to spend this week covering game reveals and conferences and having to listen to ignorant brain-dead takes from people who don't even read articles, who don't read industry analysis, industry reports, shareholder reports, conference calls. All these things point to things that refute everything you're saying. So shut the frick up about how Microsoft's the reason this is happening. It's brain-dead. And I'm freaking tired of it. Read articles, formulate intelligent states of mind, use logic and reason. Get your fanboyism the frick out of my chat. I'm sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. You disrupt every stream with this crap. We've always got to hear about, thank thank Microsoft for what Sony's doing. Shut the frick up. I got every console, I got every platform in my house, and I'm sick to death of having to listen to Xbox fanboys. I'm sick of it. It is freaking annoying. We cover industry news here. We analyze what's happening. We don't deal in fanboyism. We don't. It's so tilting to sit down here and try and cover these things and cover these reports and to always have to hear non-fact-based nonsense. It's ludicrous. It's like dealing with ideologues. It's so frustrating. I have have no patience for it left anymore, man. I got no patience for it. We take the time. I read so many articles. I do so much research before, before we do our coverage. I'm very careful. The last thing I want to do is sit here and give platform to that nonsense. It's so unhelpful. Telling everyone Xbox doesn't deserve that energy. They aren't worth it. I am cheering for them. That's the frustrating part about it. You never mention anything to what's his name that calls everyone Xbox every day. When someone comes in and wants to spout fanboyism and they get called an Xbox, what what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? It's like when my daughter shoves my son and he shoves back. What what do you want me to do? Seems seems fair. Seems like a fair trade. You're gonna sit here and come into my chat. You're gonna come into my chat and say that yeah, Microsoft paved the way for Sony. There's no industry analysis to, to indicate that. There is there is not a single shred of evidence to the claim. That like I said, there's no industry insider, there's no leaker, there's no journalist, there's nobody saying what you're saying. Like when Capcom diverts its attention to PC, are you going to say that's because of Microsoft? Is that what we're going to say? Capcom looking at PC 
Companies looking into getting into more chipset uh, creation because of PC, because of PC growth as a platform. You think that's because of Microsoft? That's why I said, when you orient everything around one company and act like they're basically deity to you, they're God. Everything that happens in the industry is because of them. It's ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. I didn't ban Willy, and I ain't gonna ban Mo. I'm not gonna ban any of the guys in here that love Microsoft. But if you're gonna say something like that, back it up. Where Where is the industry analysis? Where's the journalist? Where's the insider? Where's the leaker? Where is the source that tells you Sony bringing games to PC is because of Microsoft? Where? Where is that? Who's saying that? And then and then we have shareholders calls. We have we have you know CEO statements that are that are that are decried as not true. Be, like that's my point. Is like what are we doing? What are we dealing in? Let's deal in 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 discussion and logic and facts and and reason. Let's deal in that hemisphere. That's what we do here. That's what I. That's my brand. Like I like when I react to Young Ye or. Uh, young yeah and or I react to Asmongold or any of these people like I'm never I'm never ever once going to go down this route that's why I don't give it any quarter in my chat it's like no listen when I watch the Xbox Bethesda showcase I don't want the opposite happening I don't want haters coming in and being like platform's a joke Xbox is a joke but 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 like we have to hear every time Sony gets up on and does anything. A bunch of people who don't own Sony consoles talk about how disappointing the showcases are. It's like you don't even own the platform. What are you talking about? I like I don't I don't tune in to conferences about Linux and say how disappointing they are. I, I don't have any I don't I don't have any PCs with Linux on them. The reason the Xbox fanboys are using that narrative is because of the RDX podcast. That's what they tell everybody on a daily basis. I'm a PlayStation fan, but would you agree that Sony focusing more on PC is trying to compete and take some of Microsoft's market share? Prior to now, Sony did not port to PC. Just curious. Prior to now? Prior to now, when? Because they've been porting games to PC for a couple of years now. When was the first one? This isn't, this isn't just happening. This has been happening. They tested it, okay? They tested it with uh, Zero Dawn and Days Gone. They tested it. And if you, and if you, look, at, if you look at these meetings, okay? So the meetings, the meetings where these slides came out, about uh, about like we want to we want to further invest in PC as a platform. It was based on industry analysis. Look at the size of that platform. Look at the growth patterns for PC. Capcom did the same dadgum thing. Capcom looks at the industry and says, "Look at the growth of PC as a platform." It's the same reason. It's the same reason that Diablo did what it did with mobile. It's the same reason. They look and they say, look at that platform. My gosh, we should try and get over there. Some of y'all think Microsoft invented trying to make money with software. Helldivers. Oh, the first game they did it with was Helldivers in, in 2015. PlayStation's the publishers. The, the publisher, I'm sorry. 
Microsoft saw all that years ago. Listen, I have given credit to Microsoft where credit is due. You can go, we'd have to unlist them. I'm sorry, we'd have to relist them. My E3 coverage from 2016 to 2017 to 2018, I always said the same thing. I said, Microsoft is blurring the line between console and PC so they can claim that that's their platform. So they can approach developers and publishers and say, when you work with us, you are working on a platform that exceeds console. And look what they did. I literally called this in 2016 or 17. I said, their entire dialogue about the industry is shifting. They are blurring the line between the consoles. I've been giving credit where credit is due. I've said, they're a sleeping giant. If they can get this ecosystem to function the way they they want with xCloud and play anywhere with anyone, they are hitting the next generation's expectations of gaming. I used to reference my nephews with Fortnite. I said, that's the next generation of gaming. That's what they're going to expect. And Microsoft's in a prime position to give them what they want. And then recently I gave Microsoft credit. I said, them buying Blizzard Activision, that's big brain plays. Why? Because third-party AAA titles and indie titles are going to stop landing on Game Pass day and date because it's not good for sales. It's mutually exclusive with the aims of a developer and a publisher to put a game on a subscription service day one. The CEO of Take-Two has said this. The the the, the co-founder of Devolver Digital has said this. The, the, uh, the people from Sony have said this. Everybody said, that just is going to work long term that's why we're not doing it at sony microsoft knows that's coming so what do they do 900 iq play let's buy one of the biggest dogs in the market blizzard activision we'll have call of duty we'll have kings so we'll have the mobile games we'll have warcraft we'll have all these absolute printing machines of money under our umbrella to not only feed us revenue but to also have first party titles to shove onto game pass to come out and say day one day and day game pass day one day and day game pass that's going to be their big thing Now, that's going to take a couple years to pay off. So I've continued to give Microsoft credit where I see their strategies being effective and smart and forward-thinking. But the idea that when Sony does something, I'm supposed to say, yep, it's because of Microsoft. It's ludicrous. It's foolish. It's ignorant. There's nothing happening in the market right now to signify that Sony is reacting or doing things because of Microsoft. Like, if, if Sony does anything good, your worldview is so twisted, bent, and distorted that you're like, you gotta thank Microsoft for that. What? Huh? Anything they do? But that doesn't make any sense. So them getting in a subscription service. Yep, they're scared of Microsoft. Putting games on PC. Yep, that's because of Microsoft. There's influence there. But that cuts both ways, Mo. What if I did the same thing? Well, the reason that Microsoft is giving away Game Pass dirt cheap and the reason that Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard is because of Sony. Do you see how dumb that sounds? Yeah, the reason... The reason that uh, that Microsoft bought up Blizzard Activision, the reason that they're pushing Game Pass, the reason they're pushing xCloud, the reason they're pushing Day and Date, that's because of Sony. That just sounds stupid. Microsoft almost shutters in 2014. Everything they've done since now is to try to catch up. Doesn't that mean everything Microsoft has been doing is because of Sony? You see how reductionist and silly that sounds? There's elements of truth to it, but it just sounds like fanboyism. It's like, yeah, anything Microsoft has done in the last eight years has been because of Sony. Because they've been trying to catch up. They almost shut down for Pete's sakes.
They got Game Pass because of PlayStation? Yeah, but in, in interviews, the reason I don't necessarily agree with that, Mo, I don't necessarily agree with that because in interviews, Phil Spencer said that they saw their true competition being Google and Amazon because of cloud-based solutions, play anywhere, everywhere, subscription-based ideals. Like, they're not even really looking at Sony in that way. That, that's, 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 a, that's an interview with Phil Spencer. China having more PC gamers than there are people in the United States is kind of the big reason why everyone is trying to get a bigger foothold in the PC market. That and the generation behind us is more PC-oriented. The console certainly helps. Right, that is the point that I was pushing back against. This idea that, like, Sony's throwing games on PC because of Microsoft, it's just absolutely fundamentally silly when you hear stats like that. China has more PC gamers than there are people in the United States. But yeah, an American-owned company called Microsoft, that's why Sony's putting games on PC. Come on. Come on. That's terrible analysis. PS Plus was giving away free games before Game Pass existed. If memory serves. Is that true? I don't know. A good business decision can't be just that. It always has to be influential. The idea that Sony is sitting down and making tectonic decisions because of Microsoft, it's just laughable. I'm sorry. Like, it's just laughable. In the grand scheme of things, Sony is not sitting around being like, what are we going to do about that company that, you know, sold a third of of consoles that we have? Like, what are we going to do? Oh, no. What are we going to do? No, they're saying, oh, my gosh, industry analysis of PC platform growth is absurd. Why aren't we putting our games over there? Oh, keep in mind, we have it on good authority from one of the developers themselves. They've been begging Sony to put their games on PC. Begging. But but I'm supposed to thank Microsoft? Thanks, Microsoft, for making Windows. That's 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 why I'm getting PC, Sony games on PC. Come on. It's just silly. I will say Microsoft has affected Sony because Microsoft owns the platform that the sub-ecosystems live on. When Sony starts releasing for Mac or Linux, then I'll change my mind. Some of this is but so, some of this is but Sony's influenced by Microsoft's dominance of PCs. No, no, no. You have that backwards, Akuta Papa. Microsoft is integral to the PC market because it's the backbone of the software. That's not influencing Sony's decision. Sony's decision is being influenced by the market trends. You see what I'm saying? You see the difference in claim? It's like so because Microsoft is on the operating is is the is the is the, is the backbone operating system that's influencing Sony's decision. That has nothing to do with it. Their games are going to Steam anyway. They're not throwing them in the Xbox Marketplace or the or the Microsoft Marketplace. They're throwing them on Steam. Why? Because Steam is massive. They're they're going where the money is. They're going where the money is. Listen, we just yesterday, we just yesterday talked about this with uh, Diablo Immortal and the fear, right? What was the primary fear that just kept coming up yesterday in the Diablo Immortal discussion? What was it? It was the fear that this is where the money is. So future Diablo titles and efforts and development and bandwidth and resources may get diverted to mobile because the money's absurd. That was the fear, right? That the company was going to respond to the the demand, the, the size, and the revenue. Okay? 
So when Capcom and Sony, and they're not the only one, there's multiple companies right now looking at market projections for PC growth, and they're shifting and they're making moves to look at that and be like, thank Microsoft for that. Huh? It doesn't... It, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's a nonsensical statement. Only thing Immortals missing is NFTs. Oh, for frick's sake. If Microsoft is no threat, then Sony should just continue their old ways, see what happens. See, again, you're thinking in a false narrative perspective that, like, Sony's under threat. That's... No! No! Diablo Immortal didn't go to mobile because of threat or fear. They did it because it's where the money is. Like, these companies are making decisions based off of maximizing profits and earnings. They're not like, oh, we're threatened by Microsoft. That's not, you're just, you're living. That's why I said you're orienting everything into that narrative. Microsoft's got to be a part of the narrative. They've, they've got to be a threat. They've got to be a, 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 a force that Sony is is considering. I'm like, no. Look at the look at the reports. Look at the slides. Look at the earnings calls. Listen to the analysis. Listen to the decision and the justification from Capcom. They're all saying the same thing. They're all saying the same thing. PCs blowing up. That has nothing to do with Microsoft. I'm just thankful I can play the majority of the games in my library on mobile if I want with xCloud. Yes, and I think Microsoft's moves into xCloud and cloud-based gaming is, is going to pay off big for them in the future. I do. I think it's a very, very smart move. Why didn't Sony make these moves before Microsoft bought Bethesda and Activision? You do realize that the slides... And the internal dialogue and documentation about Sony moving games to PC came out before the acquisition, right? You got to keep that timeline in intact or you're going to start to make mistakes and you just made one. Sony and the leaks around this and their movement of putting games on PC was already set in motion well before there was any acquisition of Blizzard Activision announcements. This is old news. These moves, these ports... Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone coming to PC had already happened long before. And then that slide came out and the leaks came out that we were going to get Uncharted and all these other Sony games. They were like, no, 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 no. We're moving on to PC. We want to put more content. We put more of our property on PC. That predates the Microsoft acquisition. Microsoft started putting games on PC in 2015. Thank you for conceding that your previous point was false by just making another red herring statement. Microsoft putting games on PC has nothing to do with the discussion, but I appreciate you conceding that you made a false statement to create a false narrative to boost this idea that, like, Sony's reacting to Microsoft. Once your point is refuted and in tatters on the ground, you just pull some random statement out. We're not in a tennis match. You're putting me in the batting cages. Just Let me just throw out as many random, nonsensical statements as I can and how many can be unrelated to try to wear me out. That has nothing to do with the discussion. Helldivers came to PC in 2015. Yeah, like this isn't this isn't new ground. This isn't some big reaction. Companies don't make tectonic decisions like this on a whim. They don't. You plan on replaying Spider-Man again in the summer? We'll showcase it, but I don't know if we'll be able to play it to completion. 
You're making trolls love you with that anger? You think I care what you think? I've never seen you talk in my chat before. When did you create your account? You in here on your alt? Let's check. Let's see. Oh, you've actually had an account for a very long time. I mean, I like I'm interacting with with members and people that are here all the time. So if you think I'm like feeding the trolls, I, I guess a reductionist drive-by statement is is fine. You can make that statement, but it doesn't matter. All of these companies are making moves because they're looking at the market and they're making predictions about what will maximize profits, right? Like they're all doing the same thing, okay? This idea that they're looking at the other guy and being like, what are they doing? What are they doing? <gasps> oh my gosh. They bought they bought Blizzard Activision. Quick! Quick! Hire porting companies. Set up pipelines for porting our games to PC. Quick! Hurry! Sound the alarm! That, no! There's literal interviews that predate the acquisition of Blizzard Activision about how they won't do like they're not going to do parallel development Sony eventually will do day and date PC games do you deny that? that's another prediction that's not based on anything in reality you're not basing that off of market research you're not basing that off of shareholder conversations and and assurances that, that the CEOs have made to their investors so no I don't see any reason for games to go day and date on PC they will only do that if market projections, sales projections, and research dictate it, they won't just do that just because you say they will. Yeah, quick, go go back in time and start developing games for PC. There was a literal interview that like Ragnarok's development was changed and the pipeline was altered because of things they learned porting God of War to PC. All of this predates any of this Microsoft stuff. 10 months from Ministry. Can't wait for the coverage next week. Going to be a great week of shows. Keep up the great work. It's not next week. It's this week. Summer Games Fest starts Thursday this week. Sony definitely had meetings about Call of Duty going exclusive. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure Sony is aware of and, 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 and in conversation about Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, because... Sure, a Call of Duty is a massive game for them. And Microsoft has plenty of reason to leave it on Sony. I've argued that recently. I don't think they'll take it off because Sony is a huge spending ecosystem. And to, why would you buy Call of Duty and then shrink its revenue footprint? That would be incredibly stupid. Sony's having a very similar attitude. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Sony's 10 live service games are all going to be multi-plat. They'll all be multi-plat. Maximize, maximize earnings. Maximize foothold. Maximize community. Cross-play. All that. Right? Call of Duty is going to be the same way. Microsoft's going to approach it the same way. We got Call of Duty. Why would, why would we shrink our revenue footprint and cut it in half? Why would we do that? Yeah, the shareholders would riot. The, these companies have the, the, the fiduciary duty to their shareholders. They can't cut revenue just because. Again, again, you have to remember. What do you think the difference is going to be when a big big giant flagship Call of Duty title launches. What's the difference going to be? Play it day and date on Game Pass. Sony and PC are going to have to buy it. Do you see? 
the money that they're going to be able to make from the other markets is is they already make tons of money. Like Call of Duty makes an insane amount of money on the, on the PlayStation ecosystem. They're not going to turn their nose up to that revenue. Microsoft owns the property now. How brilliant is that? That's why I said it's a 900 IQ play. Yeah, we own Call of Duty now. <laughs> any any micro spending on the Sony platform in that ecosystem goes to us. take it off and leave them with what they got but the main line nope you know get no willie's right willie's right that would it would ruin the player base there's no way they're gonna do that mo there's so much money it, it, <laughs> there's so much money they're not gonna shrink the revenue footprint of call of duty they're not gonna do it you want mainline come to game pass no see that'll be the difference mo That'll be the difference. As much as I hate Sony, I want Call of Duty everywhere. That's the difference, Mo. Don't you see the difference in the platforms at that point in time? When you're on Xbox, baby, Call of Duty, day and date on Game Pass. And the Sony guys gotta buy the game. Ah, That's gonna make people feel a certain kind of way. What do you think I'm gonna do, Mo? What do you think I'm gonna do? Where do you think I'm gonna install Call of Duty? On my Xbox. It's day and date. Misunderstood Mo. Couldn't agree more. Warzone everywhere. Campaign Game Pass. But they'll sell the campaign on the other platforms, Willie. Think about that. It's like it's such a double dip. It's a value to Game Pass and you make money from all the Sony guys having to buy it. That's so so much revenue. They're not going to turn their back on that. Doesn't matter to me. I'm getting it. But if you think like a Microsoft executive that's trying to generate profit and maximize profit, there's absolutely no re- there's no reason for them to do that. It would be billions of dollars in loss. They'll sell it on PlayStation. Do you want to know why? Because it sells incredibly well in the PlayStation market. The PlayStation market isn't going to be like grumpy that they have to pay for it. The PlayStation market supports Call of Duty amazingly well. It's a, it supports it amazingly well. It's really, really good for them. They're not going to do that. I don't see Sony games going day and date to PC, maybe ever. I don't see Call of Duty getting stripped off PlayStation either, as much as I would like those two things. Depends on if they want more subs. Mo, you... No. No, the idea you, you're, you're saying they want more subs, but they, they, they would literally get their shareholders would sue them. Their shareholders would sue them. There's not a market analyst anywhere that would say, yeah, the millions of people who would buy the game on Sony is less than the number of subs you would get if you don't put the game on. So that, no, there's no analyst anywhere that would say that. They would lose billions of dollars and their shareholders would sue them. They'd be like, what on earth did you do? We, we want ROI on that acquisition of Blizzard Activision and you just basically said no to billions of dollars. They'd get sued by their shareholders. I'm like, what the frick are you doing? There's a reason to do it. The question is, making Call of Duty exclusive going to make enough people to convert? No. The loss of Sony revenue, oh, would be absurd. They should sue for ZeniMax? Huh? 
would take decades to recoup the acquisition costs. None of these companies are concerned with the box that you play the game on. Yeah, they just want to make tons of money. By that, logic exclusives shouldn't exist. It'll happen eventually. No, you're misapplying my logic. No. They're buying existing property that's up and running and generating millions upon millions of dollars on the Sony platform. And they're going to want to maintain that revenue earn because of the billions they spent buying Blizzard Activision. Okay? They're buying Blizzard Activision and want to recoup the cost and then start generating profit. One of the ways you do that is you keep existing revenue ecosystems up and running. You don't shrink them. That would be incredibly stupid. It would be like buying a company that is generating millions of dollars for you all across the country and your biggest amount of profit comes from the state of California and you're like, we're just going to shut down and not sell there anymore. Whoever helps you invest would say, what on earth are you doing? We we are going to sue you if you do that, right? We're going to sue you if you do that. You're going to lose money on the investment. Just thinking purely business strategy here, your investors, your shareholders, who you have a fiduciary duty to, they would say, no, you can't do that. We will sue you for the loss because we've invested in, in, in a return on this. So I don't think that they would do that because Microsoft's 900 IQ play is we will now have giant mainline titles to put day and date on Game Pass that'll grow our Game Pass subscriber base and we now own big giant mainline titles that will generate revenue for us on other platforms they're literally going to make money from Call of Duty on platforms that aren't Xbox it's 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 a brilliant play you're thinking so small you don't see how smart the play is you're thinking unidimensionally it's like well all they care about is game pass it's like no microsoft's actually playing 3d chess they're 10 steps ahead of you no 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 no. they're adding big big first party titles to their property for game pass and they're gonna make a killing on those games on a platform that they don't own they don't own the sony platform and yet sony customers will be spending money that goes to microsoft that's, don't you see how brilliant that is? Don't you see? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm praising Microsoft. I'm not defending Sony. I'm saying, no, Microsoft's making a brilliant play. It's actually really smart. You being like narrow and fanboy about it and thinking they're going to rip stuff off the Sony platform. D- d- no, Microsoft's got a bigger and broader plan than you're thinking and you're selling them short on how brilliant they are. Why can't, why can't they when they have one trillion cap? Microsoft could afford to make exclusives and not sweat. Activision, gen, hang on. Activision generates eight billion a year. Generates, not profit. Generously, let's say it's profit of three billion. The acquisition costs seventy billion. Do the math of the cut off if they cut off PlayStation. Right, you're talking about you're talking about making the recoup on the investment take for freaking ever.
Yeah, Microsoft, the company, is a lot different than the Xbox division. That's right. They don't have limitless cash for the gaming division. Microsoft, as a company, makes trillions and is worth trillions because of the software division and Azure and cloud and all that. Their gaming division is a drop in the dadgum bucket. It's nothing. The, The Microsoft Game Studios is like the teeniest, teeniest slice of their pie. How much does Warzone make a year? I don't know, Mo. But Warzone's a part of that Blizzard Activision, you know, revenue generation every year. Like, I am looking at Microsoft and saying they're making a huge, brilliant play. You're looking at it and thinking it's a console war and Game Pass is all that matters. And I'm like, you're, you're selling Microsoft short. Their game plan is far bigger than just Game Pass and a console war. Their plan is so much bigger than that so much bigger they're about to own mobile games that print money they're about to own call of duty properties that print money any and all future warcraft stuff like all that stuff man big big brain plays dude not to get technical but microsoft shouldn't be viewed as one company also you don't make money reducing your market size that's what that's what i'm saying yeah Nothing will be taken away from Sony. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is like they're not they're not going to take stuff off the Sony platform because it's it just generates too much money. Generates way too much money. Nothing will be taken, just nothing will be added. No. I just you're Mo, again, again, you're you're making predictions based off of nothing more than just the, your commitment to the platform. It's not based off of analysis of the market, how much money they would lose, how much money they need to recoup, how how mad their shareholders would get, how much the Sony ecosystem actually supports and buys and purchases Call of Duty with respect to losing all that money. None of th- that statement has no basis in in reality. It just doesn't. They're they're not going to do that. They would not be able to. Their shareholders would put a stop to that. They would threaten to sue them if they said, wait, 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 hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Projected sales market research shows X number of billions or millions being made on the next Call of Duty title on Sony, and you're not going to put it there? Why are you doing that? If you don't do that, we will sue as shareholders. There's literally no way they would sit sit idly by and watch them just just cut off market share just because. Well, we're going to make X number more uh, Game Pass subscriptions. Okay, how many of those are converts? What percentage can you estimate? Not very many, and even the ones that you do estimate, compare that to the insane amount of revenue they would get in sales by selling on a Sony platform that's massive, like 120-something million consoles in circulation. Dragging Sony fans from PlayStation will take more than Call of Duty. Yeah, I just, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, we, we, we need to, we need to shift gears. You guys, we can't, we can't do this. I need 27 more likes to hit 400 likes. 27 more likes to hit 400 likes. Listen, I need to take a brief break. Use the restroom. Our next our next show is about The Division and how survival is coming back. I'm wetting your appetite for the next show. 
okay? The Heartland stream was scheduled a little bit ago. We're going to be a little late to Heartland, but that's okay. I'll take you guys over there in a moment. Stick around for that. I need you guys to commit to not doing this. We can't do this all week. Every time we're talking about Summer Game Fest and Sony and Microsoft, I, I can't do the, well, we got to give Microsoft credit or, or Sony's doing stuff because of Microsoft or whatever. Sony's scared of Microsoft. Like, that dialogue just needs to die. It's so false. It's just, if you're going to bring that kind of dialogue to chat, you need to back it with, you know, industry analysis, facts, reason, interviews, you know, shareholder calls, you know, revenue reports. There needs to be something more. There needs to be something more. So, because I, I can't do this all week. We got a big week ahead of us, and it's just going to be so disruptive to constantly have to bat down, you know, Microsoft, you know, fanboyism. I'll keep it in check. Willie, you know that I love you and Mo. I love you guys. I absolutely do. I really, really do. But it's just like, it just creates this unneeded dialogue. It's like, we're, we're all getting excited and we're all making predictions and we're all pumped. I cannot wait. I'm literally leaving church early on Sunday. It's like a big Sunday for us. I'm leaving church early to cover the Xbox Bethesda showcase. I'm going to cover the Xbox Bethesda extended showcase. Like, I love that platform and I want that platform to flourish I really really do so what's Heartland about we're going to talk about it in a moment don't go anywhere I'm going to hit some ads consider becoming a member gifting memberships or buying coffee that's a great way to support the channel directly we almost never run ads on the channel uh, and we need just a couple more likes to hit 400 likes 9 more likes smash the like button it's free to hit like it's free to hit subscribe uh, consider ordering uh, ordering some coffee. Consider becoming a member of gifting members. Those things support the channel directly, right? All right. What am I, shot liver? Oh, whatever, distorted. All right, I'll be back in a minute. Don't go anywhere.
Okay, okay. Man, I got... <laughs> I just realized I got hot. I got real hot. <laughs> uh, I got real hot during that segment. <laughs> Alright, hang on. Let's see here. We need... The Division Heartland. All hail Phil Spencer. I love Phil Spencer. I've been in Microsoft's corner for a while, man. That is not... Expected Madam to come and ask how you were doing. Yeah, I got pretty wound up. <laughs> I got pretty wound up. It just felt it just felt like a flat tire. I was like, I just felt like I was getting poked in the eyeball. I was like, all right, all right, all right, that's enough. Your accounts at four. I felt it had been building for weeks. It was inevitable. It just it was just felt like it kept coming back up, and I was like, come on, come on. Okay. Uh okay. Great job, Jim Ryan. You know what's funny is I was so it, like I was so team Microsoft for such a long time that like people started throwing around these names. I was like, I don't know who Jim Ryan is, you know? Like, I don't who's that? Who frick's that? Alright, I'm sending out tweets. We're getting ready to do a redirect. I'll give you guys a link just in case it doesn't work. All I know is I saw red and at one point at one point Zubair was like, are you good, buddy? <laughs> Which he typically reserves for Elden Ring streams. I was like, I must be hot if Zubair's like doing a check-in. I was like, holy frick. Alright, there's a link in chat. There's a link in chat just in case the redirect doesn't work. Okay, the redirect is set up. During the uh, D1 days, you're more of an Xbox fan than Sony. I had to borrow a, a Sony just to play Last of Us for the first time. Like, <laughs> okay, let me make. Is that is that right? Okay, there we go. The Division news or the latest Division update about the Division Heartland 
is showing to be a return of survival. If you remember in the original game, the division survival mode was praised and and lauded as one of the best things they added to the game at that point in time. People have been begging for it to return. And the latest division heartland news is looking like four modes that are all very much built on the idea and the identity of survival. I'm going to break it all down for you right here at the beginning of the stream and a very quick update. I'm going to bring people over from this morning's stream. We did a discussion about everything